0: A disney song
1: i wouldn't know i don't like disney
0: see she's already tired good told you. you're the, feeling sleepy the secret to getting anything to sleep babies sleepy. baby dogs men is you just everything gets calm you're calm you don't freak out she's trying to get on like on my chair i was like no 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 she's pet calm and then
1: wow what a barn burner way to start a podcast <laughs> today's podcast Ooh. is brought to you by the letter Z
0: mm. <laughs> see she's already going down <laughs> though we have
1: we have to talk soothingly around the puppy
0: that's not true at all she like listens to, like Game of Thrones or whatever you're watching right now um it's funny because we had to change our schedule which we talked about a little bit last week to fit her nap time and it worked perfectly this time she was outside being all crazy she Ooh. found a huge stick somewhere like she's huge. Digging.
1: Yeah, it's the the wood pile like that a we log.
0: have. It's log. It's log.
1: Yeah, it's really gross. It's not only is it log, but it's rotten log with moss on it. Yeah, it must have all the flavorings. Well, Outdoor
0: ooh, flavorings. Flavor
1: Woodsy flavoring. It has dirt and moss. <laughs> lichen. What is lichen?
0: I have no idea.
1: Do you think those are air plants living in our trees?
0: Oh, maybe on uh, the on the oak.
1: I've been saying that for a while, that I think that those are air plants. When we go down to the lake, we have to be very quiet.
0: Oh, she's her tongue is already hanging out. Oh, oh,
1: Perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I think those are air plants. Are we seeing air plants in their native habitat? I always assumed they were from, I don't know, another place. They were foreign.
0: Oh, like from like Vietnam or something, like a
1: humid. Or, you know, like the Sonoran Desert or something. But maybe they're from Texas. They wear little hats and walk bow, <laughs> they bow say, branched
0: giddy up partner yeah. no um i don't know that might be because they if you guys don't know what we're talking about on oak trees in texas you probably just google oak tree texas there are these like weird green i don't know it looks like a symbiotic relationship of some sort some sort of moss ball a, a moss ball uh, on like almost every what is it but it's almost on, on every joint of the tree like juncture you know oh they sit there and when we had like a kind of a storm the other day a ton of them fell onto our porch along with like acorns and stuff because like that's out of control right now but the moss stuff i was like what is this
1: yeah (laughs) i'm i'm not really familiar with you know you know your regular plants you know your regular trees but especially when you especially when you move to a new area there's all sorts of new wildlife new bugs and, new everything new everything and
0: armadillos what
1: right i haven't seen one yet but um
0: we saw a dead one on the road remember
1: well yeah it was a shell of one it yeah. was a shell of his former self
0: <laughs> uh, but apparently they're everywhere yeah don't touch them i've been told why they carry a lot of uh, diseases and no. stuff
1: probably coronaviruses up in that <gasps> dillo
0: no it's actually things like uh like syphilis and stuff it's weird. Where, does, that, where do these those armadillos, armadillos hang out? they get around. Skeezy bars. No, but you know, it's just like bacterial infections All and right. stuff. And, yeah, Koalas and, too, right? Yeah. What do they have? It's syphilis. Chlamydia. Oh, chlamydia, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I forget Tasmanian
1: what it is. Tasmanian devils, remember? They, they have uh, some sort of crazy, remember, they yeah, conjunctivitis? <laughs> 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 That's not a word.
0: Conjunction, junction, what's your function? This to is give it red eyes. rock meets.
1: <laughs> remember how nasty yeah. it looked? like
0: it didn't have red eyes its ears got red
1: no 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 but it was covered in uh issues remember they had a sign that said our, <laughs> our, yes
0: it said that they are like healing from something right I don't something. think all Tasmanian devils like most koalas have not syphilis what was it Chlamydia. and uh most, maybe they have both and a lot of armadillos koalas in the are wild, so
1: cute they get around you know
0: <laughs> and a lot of armadillos in the wild have things too so you know what I mean I'm just yeah. saying that like there are infections. Right. right. Um, welcome back to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I was going to segue into something else, but I have to h- hello.
1: Hello. Thank you for listening to us prattle, addle, addle on.
0: I'm Katie. I'm Sean. And we have opinions.
1: That matter. Not, a, not
0: at all. Zero percent. They but
1: matter to us.
0: What I was going to say about the, the bacterial infections and blah, blah is Sean and I had our first foray into parenthood. No, doggy parent. I don't
1: like this idea that you're a parent of the 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 animal. It's a symbiotic relationship. We're yet. taking
0: care of it right yeah. now. She's a but baby. But I'm not. It's
1: daddy. You know that's that's weird.
0: But it's our it's a child and we're it's like a baby and we're taking care of it.
1: Right. It's so cute. She's but, so cute. You know. I don't want to have that. I'm not going to call you daddy.
0: Yeah. But I do say like dad's going to sit here. You want me yeah. to say Sean instead. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. can do that. So anyway, it'd be
1: weird if the dog was calling me Sean.
0: But just the other day you said to me, "You're a good dog, mommy."
1: Yeah, you're a good dog, mom. That's true. So i just it didn't feel right
0: it's weird i'll admit yeah. i also feel like it's very weird
1: because where do you draw the line like oh i'm a fish mom i'm a fish dad you know like
0: i mean you can be whatever a bird mom whatever you want to be who cares that's true you be what you want to be but <laughs> that aside we will figure it out we'll yeah. figure out what we want to do with that but um so little roxy here who's sleeping so peacefully and she is so adorable Had a bunch of different things going on. She, first of all, she's a maniac and she goes outside and runs around like her head's chopped off, like zoomies, choo, 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 rock, stick, choo, choo, choo. Right? Yes. And she has a good time. And our whole goal every day is just to tire her out and play till she plays no more. Sean is very good at that and he's rough houses with her and has a good time. And She started to get little like redness around her mouth, and her little her skin on her belly got a little red, and then she had this little spot under her armpit. And so on Friday, we started to we're like, "Uh." remember? Oh yeah, and on her knee where she had because she had ringworm as a puppy, and the hair is still growing back in that area. Luckily, it is growing back, but there was a bump on it, and that's actually what we first noticed was that little bump.
1: She was gnawing on her knee, so we were like, oh no, did the ringworm come back? Because we had, uh, if you don't know, we adopted a puppy.
0: Mm-hmm. and she's a rescue puppy oh this is puppy parlance yes so she we'd adopted her and she'd been neglected and yeah. was adopted had parvo as a baby she had a bunch of things going on anyway poor thing and so i
1: needed a best friend she needed a home
0: it worked out perfectly. Katie needed
1: a foot warmer at her desk. This is just a, a very symbiotic relationship. much like the moss in the tree. Much
0: like the air plant.
1: Right. We have yeah. a dog living at our feet, which is she, awesome. She is. And she's still she's totally out right she's now. She's totally out. God, I love, I love these moments where she's zoned out. I know. she's that, so f- Or when she's doing 100 miles an hour in the
0: yard. Yeah, she's fun when she's like, but that weird phase in between where she's kind of like, Biting doesn't you? know what she wants and she wants to bite. Yeah. But anyway. Long story short yeah. she had a bunch of these little things coming up and we got to the point where it worried me and i'm the type where once i'm worried then i'm worried we're both kind of like this we're like we're cool and then also i'm like we gotta figure out what the well fuck you want
1: to be responsible with the pet you know th- there's nothing worse than someone who neglects an animal i think well, they because they can't
0: tell you you know it's just like babies but
1: we okay sorry i won't interrupt you but she but, can tell you some things and we'll get to that yes in a
0: minute. she can but so anyways oh well, yeah we can talk about that but so anyways it's about a saturday morning and I get up with her at like 8.30 or whatever. And I'm like, I'm gonna call the vet and just see if I can get her in. And so I tell them what the issue is and they're like, well, it's really not an emergency, which I agree. I didn't put poke the emergency line. I said, like, make an appointment. And I said, well, do you have any time today to squeeze her in? I said, if there's any cancellations, we can get her there in like 15 minutes. You know, we will get her in the car and we'll go. And the lady's like, I'll put you on the list, but we don't have anything available until Wednesday evening. And I'm like, what? It's like Saturday morning. So. I'm like, I'll call around, you know, figure out another one. So I go back to the list of like recommended ones that get good reviews and nobody can get us in. And then I'm like, I'm going to get online and see if we can do like online doctor appointment because we can do that as people. Why couldn't we do it as vets and stuff? So we call Wonderful through Vetster or something. It's called, I forget what it's called. Anyway this online app that connects you to a vet in your area. And we, we talk with her a very lovely lady and she has a show her all the little spots on uh, Roxy. And she's like, you know, it could be a staph infection. It could be mange. It could be ringworm. You'd have to run some tests to know, but you know, skinnier tints like this are very common in dogs, blah, blah, blah. Well, we start looking up mange and I'm like,
1: Oh, it's just like when,
0: Oh no, yeah. I have to sanitize my whole home.
1: Yeah.
0: We're going to have to Stanley steamer this shit. Well it's a form
1: of scabies. There's mm -hmm. two types of mange from what we gather, although we're not veteran we're not veterans of the dog wars. (laughs) We're not veterinarians. But from our reading, uh, there's Mm -hmm. two types. And one type is transmissible from dog to dog and the other type is not. Yeah. So we're we don't
0: know what kind they have.
1: Yeah, but it's basically mites.
0: Yeah. And they're they like come out of their skin and live in their hair follicles.
1: Or they pick them up from the dirt. Like mm -hmm. if they roll around in dirt. And she
0: rolls around in dirt. She's so a dog. I was like,
1: "Oh no, we got the mange."
0: But then I was really surprised. In my head, when I when I was thinking about it, I was like, "You know, I grew up in the country, and we had tons of dogs. Like, corny would come back like completely covered in mud. Yeah, like Lord knows, we had like this creek that he would go get in and like just roll around like
1: I bet a, that was fun for the dog.
0: And he would smell horrible, like algae and like dead tadpoles, and Lord knows, you know that smell.
2: Yeah, anyway, swamp, swamp, swamp must
0: smell like a swamp. So then we have to wash him. But we, he never had mange, like we never had any issues. So I'm like, this is so crazy. So anyway, we're freaking out or I'm freaking out a little bit because I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to clean everything. I'm like, maybe because it's like a three day inque- like that you can if you if they don't have a host for three days, they'll die off. So I'm like, we're going to rent Airbnb.
1: Oh, I was ready to burn the house down. <laughs> I was like, nope.
0: I was like, we're going to Velveteen
1: time. Rabbit this mofo. I don't
0: have time to bleach and hot water and steam everything. Yeah, we're just going to go to Airbnb, sanitize little we'll Miss you know and anyway so
1: little miss can't be wrong
0: yep so then on monday morning i call another vet clinic in our area because there were a ton there's like eight within like five miles so i call them and they're like oh actually we can get her in tomorrow at five and i was like okay um that's okay that works but if there's any cancellations yada yada well then we had to film that day and i missed the cancellation call because they had an opening come up at 1 on monday and mm. i was like damn but we missed it no problem Anyway, get her in. We go there on Tuesday to have them see her. And she needs to be socialized, first of all. She can't handle herself. Well, she she, so she's right. so she's, I mean, she's all right. I mean, she's a puppy.
1: But, you know, so you're bringing the... the, the...
0: We think she has mange or something. So right, we don't want so her we... to see any other dogs or people, for that matter. Because I don't want it. To, I don't know. I don't want it getting on anybody.
1: Right. So we're kind of keeping her isolated. But when you go into the, the clinic, there's the bushes that are outside. That There's every dog has peed on. Patch of grass. And it's all nervous pee, I'm assuming. Not that I can tell, because pee smells like pee to me. But to but a she, dog, she was like-
0: And her tail was under her body. And yeah, I was like, And oh, she was like no.
1: investigating everything and and getting more freaked out by the moment. Yep,
0: and then we try to take her in to get her weighed, and she won't even stand on the scale.
1: Yeah, they're like it weighs thirteen pounds. I was like, like, she she, weighs like like twenty (laughs) five. Yeah, trust me.
0: But she's like, (laughs) like panicked.
1: However, we saw so
0: okay. So anyway, she let's wrap it up, and then we'll talk about what we saw. So we get in to see the vet, who's super nice, and she was like looking at all the things and they had little cheese whiz on their gloves it was i genius. had a taste
1: of it first because i didn't want to make i wanted to make sure she was going to be okay eating it so well, I first had sean
0: thought it was treats and he was like he was joking because sean's a jokester you kind of remind me now that i had to watch friends to do the react videos you're like chandler where you like make, which one's that uh is
1: that the the tall guy that mopes
0: no that's ross
1: it's the italian guy no it's the other one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Joey, no.
0: No, it's Joey's the Chandler. Italian one, Chandler, Chandler Bing. Anyway, um, and I'm forgetting his name as an actor, but anyway. Matthew he, McConaughey. No, it's Matthew something.
1: All right, all Any, right.
0: Anyway, so Sean makes inappropriate jokes, just like Chandler. So anyway, we get in there and Sean's like, oh, could I have some of that? And The girl's like, actually, it's just squeeze cheese. It's just so like she cheese. She called woes. my
1: bluff and I had to eat it.
0: No, but she puts little little like dots on her fingers and then it kept Little Miss Chaos like, totally fine as the doctor like looks at her armpit little areas where she had little red spots and
1: long story short distracted by cheese she gave in to she, the process. she was
0: laid on her back she did not care and she actually doesn't really care about stuff like that it was more just like the stimulation was i wonder if i
1: went to the proctologist if they fed me cheese
0: mm, if they give you the burn if they blackened it like you like <laughs>
1: <laughs> right like i'm really comfortable now
0: <laughs> <laughs> do what you gotta do um <laughs> anyway turns out god i'm nervous about
1: that sorry to interrupt you but i i don't want to go for that exam i'm getting to the age where it's mandatory
0: i just learned because i had my OBGYN appointment today mm. that when i'm 40 i have to get a mammogram get my boob squished
1: yeah um there's I, there's like controversy around that but i'm not a doctor but I, I like there's some people say that you shouldn't some people say you should oh right? i'm getting it oh yeah i'm gonna get scanned well yeah why not
0: full body skin yeah no but i will my mom when i was younger let me go and watch her get it done so i knew what it was going to be like And mm-hmm. it looks terrible
1: <laughs> right yeah they squish them don't they and then it they hurts. take pictures it
0: kind of hurts yeah yeah it looks really bad i watched yeah i don't know why they have to do that you Is think they could just like i don't know do take a photo yeah like don't we have other <laughs> no Paint me like one of but your french girls no don't they have um like, don't we have the ability to
1: like see through the booby?
0: Well, you do it to see a baby in a belly. So, can't you see through a booby? <laughs> I
1: think it's a sham.
0: Anyway, it's a squish, is what it is. But okay, yeah. Back so back to the dog. To the dog. So <laughs> the vet pretty much tells us because, and I don't even know why I'm laughing because everybody feels bad for her and thinks she's adorable, and I'm never more. Can you proud. imagine
1: how long it would take for a mammogram with a dog? It's like six of them. They have six or nine. How many uh, teats do they? Uh...
0: I think eight or six or something What if they have
1: an odd number oh that's her belly button that's her
0: she has a belly button oh, never mind. so anyway the vet is like because she had parvo as a puppy and then she had ringworm shortly after and it wasn't taken care of and then she's been you know bouncing between homes. she's like her immune system is just on overdrive and she's just having allergic reaction well and we're then covered she's like,
1: in pollen in yeah. our backyard then she says like, has she
0: been uh ex, you know uh what's the word i'm looking exposed for? exposed to, to foreign new things. environment and i'm like uh, everything. yeah food
1: air trees my lotion moss.
0: sean's lotions, uh laundry detergent all everything outdoors yeah our water versus- she's
1: eating rotten sticks as she chews on rocks i mean yeah, she's, she's a full she's, puppy she's
0: into everything and she threw up the other day and we're like well, I, don't, I don't know anyway
1: which made me want to throw up it was like, like uh stand yeah. by me a complete bar for Ramo. you know the one person throws up then, <laughs> then I, you throw i'm up. like oh no
0: <laughs> anyway she just has allergies and skin sensitivities and so i had to buy this something calm shampoo we're going to see if it works she gave me two options to try so oatmeal bought, yeah it's got the oatmeal well i got the oatmeal one already because bull terriers which is what we think she is partially it they're supposed to have really sensitive skin so long story short the bump on her knee she said looked like a pimple and she scratched it and took a sample and then she also did like some tape stuff on her to take another sample and she's going to let us know if there's anything that comes of it but in the meantime she pretty much just told us to wash her with that stuff which we'll do tonight and wipe her you have to wipe her little wounds with this like antibacterial wipes and then we got she her. she actually
1: likes that which is funny
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh because it's in her little armpits it
0: probably feels good
1: yeah it's cool mm-hmm. like it, it has the the temperature sensation oh, yeah. being cool it's not cool like
0: it's super cool
1: yeah look at me i've got a wound but
0: know? then we gave her her heartworm and flea medication and yeah. stuff.
1: So. so while we're at the vet, uh, we're keeping her outside so that she doesn't potentially yes. you know get other dogs sick. Yeah, we don't want to get other dogs sick. And out of the rear door. Oh, the Yeah, exit door. Yeah, the exit uh, door. Where, yeah the, these two massive dogs come in. And they're not tall. They're probably like maybe they're, a foot and a half they're tall. They're pit bulls. Well, you know what? And I mentioned it to Sean Nichols.
0: Mm-hmm. We like, have a
1: problem where people breed dogs to like...
0: It looks like an English... T- uh, English uh, bulldog, bulldog meets a pit bull.
1: It, it's a foot and a half tall three feet i wide. think it probably weighed about 125 pounds
0: it was all muscle like it was a boy and a girl and the boy was huge yeah
1: i i, was I like, wish oh, i got no. a picture <laughs> well
0: yeah because she wants to say hi to everybody because roxy doesn't know any different and
1: that dog stood perfectly still and was staring at her. i was like oh, although man. then
0: the vet tech person she was like he was actually really nice i think he would have been fine but, but she but she's like we just don't know because she could come in hot and he could bite her and and
1: he, then i thought i'm gonna him. have to fight these two dogs you know, well he I've pushed protect- over the vet tech. That's right. It was it was she a- dropped
0: what she was holding to get the leash with both hands. Yeah. I,
1: she's not a giant lady, and this thing looked like you know it could take out an army of soldiers. Like it was it really was huge. Yeah. It was a
0: big, a big low to the ground but it was cool. yoked dog. He it was knew. a beautiful dog.
1: Yeah, but I didn't want to have to fight it, but I knew we might have to protect a puppy here. Well I so thought we'd pick her I, up. Well, but- that's yeah. it. Pick her up. But I so I turned her and I walked her, you know, as if we were doing the Westminster dog show in the parking lot. It was wonderful.
0: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was. It, adventures.
1: I
2: mean,
0: it was adventures in dog. I also got fl- like bitten by like six mosquitoes while we were out there walking her around. Um, but I'm glad that it wasn't mange. No. Because we didn't have to like burn our house down. And also I'm just glad that like we kind of know what it is and they're going to tell us if the skin samples reveal anything different, but it didn't. She said there's no signs of ringworm from what she can tell. Now we have
1: a healthy puppy. Yeah. So now we're taking her and going and about our business. Now she's fully able to go out into the real world. Yeah. We believe
0: she's all, all protected,
1: but she may be a little behind on some of her socializing skills. We don't know where she should be at. Oh, oh, she's so smart. Yeah. She's so, so smart. Katie was like, my mom has a bell that Charlotte. Your mom's dog mm-hmm. presses when she wants, or used to press. It's like a little
0: bell, up. and she still does it. But it's like a little bell that you would have a metal have it, one, yeah, like at the store.
1: Yeah, like a countertop. If, yeah, a bell. countertop bell. Uh, Katie looked online for something like that. What's the brand that you found?
0: uh It's a paw. Oh fuck! I'd have to pull it up. Hold on.
1: Ding dong puppies.
0: No, it's just it's called like a like woof woof paw or something is the brand. Mm. But let me look it up. Well, this
1: quick. thing is fantastic, Katie. Uh, installs Mighty paw. Mighty paw. One end pa. you plug into the outlet so there's power going to it and that's the, the chime and you can choose the different chimes and the other one is a little stick on fob or button. It's probably like the size of your fist that goes on the door and Every time she wants to go outside or anytime we're gonna take her outside, we open the door. But before we open the door, we press the the button.
0: button. So that she can tell us when she needs to go potty because she hasn't had an accident in the house in a long time.
1: It took her a day and a half to learn the trick. And now I think she's abusing it. (laughs)
0: Charlotte does too I knew this she, was coming that's why I put it off
1: she comes in
0: but we didn't have another way for her to tell us if she needed to go out yeah. and so it's fantastic as part but of her does. potty training I was like she doesn't have any accidents anymore but we have to be aware of the time and be like oh we should probably take her out where I whereas I would prefer for her to just hit the thing and be like I gotta go potty right so but now anyway. she
1: does it when okay so she comes in she stands on the outside of the door she doesn't even uh bark or anything she'll kind of like tap the door or like whimper you let her in She comes in, she grabs a drink of water, and then she goes and presses her button. She wants to go back out. I'm like, I'm done. You have water outside. She has
0: a water dish outside. But she
1: looks at you like as if, don't you want to go outside? Like she looks over her shoulder as she's going outside.
0: Sometimes she'll hit the button, and then if you're not going out with her, she she stands in the doorway, like blocking the door from shutting. She's She's trying
1: to learn how to get you to go outside to play. So it's not just go outside anymore. She's like,
0: is Katie free for play? Is Sean free for play?
1: uh, Maybe we should get two
0: buttons. Red Rover, Red Rover. One with
1: a picture of you on it, one with a picture of me.
0: (laughs) She'd only hit for you. Sean is definitely her favorite because you roughhouse with her and I don't.
1: I run her like crazy in the backyard. Sean
0: really spends time.
1: I've got some good tricks. And oh, so now she's learned how to lie down. So she'll Uh sit, she'll lie down. She gets a treat. It took a little while. She was stubborn. Last night I got her to do it three times. She's so good. And then she looked at me on the third time. I said, sit. She sat. And then I said, "Lie down." She lay down, and then she went like this. So
0: <laughs> if you're just no listening, more. Sean, just flip the bird, um, which is
1: pretty impressive for a dog because she
0: gave him the sign of the wanker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey asshole, how about you sit and lie down this time? <laughs> right. You
0: know. No, but she's turning. When I press
1: the button, you go outside. But
0: she does do that. Yeah. And she And my mom's dog Charlotte will hit the button when she wants a treat or when she anything, and when she wants outside, but she'll like hit the button and bark at you if you don't come over to give her her greenie. Because yeah, she gets yeah, her greenies yeah. at night. And she doesn't get them until like 8.30 or 9. But like come 8 o'clock, she is very anxious and wants that greenie. It's funny. Um Anyway, dogs and cats Oh, and oh She's so also,
1: funny. and I know we'll probably get off this topic. Because if you're not a fan of dogs, you probably turned it off. But hey, that's <laughs> what you get here. But I love the fact that she runs and leaps off of the deck oh, yeah, into she, their yard. Yeah. At first, she would leap into the walkway. And that's a hard surface to land on. Yeah, it's like cement. So now she... And it was kind of tentative. Like she wouldn't leap that far. Well, she's nervous
0: about stairs, and she wouldn't didn't know how to use them, and she'd like oh, like fall into them every time.
1: So now she runs instead of using the stairs. She jumps and flies like straight out.
0: Yeah, she really leaps. The other day, because her she back kinda legs kinda, are like, getting really strong, and she's she's getting a, to. Oh, UPS is here. Who could it be? Uh, should I just so we've had adventures with the dog parenting but she's a very good dog and she's super funny and very smart and with now because i got up to to let get the ups uh delivery she's sitting in front of the door because she doesn't like to miss out on anything so she'll either crowd around your feet so that you get up she knows like you're moving her or she'll sit at a door so it's either front or back door because then oh she's so cute anyway because then she doesn't miss out so and if you're going to leave she wants to know so this Oh my god! Last story. And So I this morning had to go to my doctor's appointment, and I come back and I stop outside the gate. And I, sh- I usually call Sean before to see if she's inside, but I stopped, and um, oh, we made it. And a I looked pu- and I didn't see her.
1: A puppy parenting error.
0: And so I was like, okay, she's not out because you know, or if she is, she's on the whole other side of the yard. So I open the gate, I drive in slowly. I pull the car into the garage and then I go to close the gate and she comes out from like wherever she was. I think she was chewing her big old rotten stick somewhere. And I'm like, oh no. And the gate is closing. I'm like, okay, I think And she's coming to me because she's excited that I'm home. I'm like, oh, we're going to be fine. And then little motherfucker, if, if she doesn't like race away from me as the gate is about to close and run out. And I'm like, oh, and I, you guys, I'm wearing like flip flops and like jeans because I was just going to the doctor. I have my purse in my hands and like my sweater, the sweatshirt. And I'm like, oh my God. So I throw everything on the ground, ditch my shoes and like run after her. Cause I'm like, I don't know. You know, I don't know if she's a runner. Turns out she's not. People were walking on the side of the road and she just really wanted to come say hi. And they were like, first she jumped on the lady from behind and scared her. But then the lady was like, she's so cute. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, just hold on to her leash. I was like, or hold on to her collar. I was like running down the sidewalk barefoot. (laughs) They're probably like... Okay. And I said, sorry, she's a puppy. She just got it. And they're like, no, she is so cute. What's her name? How old is she? And I'm like holding her while she's like freaking out. It was an adventure, but she isn't a runner. She just really likes people. So last thing yeah, we learned at the vet that we need to socialize her. Otherwise it's like, she's one of those like homeschooled kids who doesn't know how to like talk to other dogs or be with other people. And so they're like, you should put her in doggy daycare every so often. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to do that. Cool. So she can play. Yep. It'll be funny, and I'll. It's funny. I'm like to drop her off there. I'm like, don't hurt her. Nobody, you'd be nice yeah, to our girl. Fine.
1: She's fast. She is. she <laughs> around the other dogs.
0: So anyway. Yeah. That's the end of puppy parlance. Ooh. We've had a lot going on with her just because of the vet and it's all. It's pretty warriors. time
1: consuming. I, I really, I didn't realize it would be this much, but it's. Fine. I didn't either. I like getting up and going outside. It. You know, seven thirty, eight thirty. She's It actually gets a us bit. up,
0: which I even though yeah. we're not morning people, I'm always appreciative that I'm up.
1: You know what's odd I'm are the people who are like running at seven thirty in the morning. Oh my I'm God. like, Why are you running? What's chasing you? I know,
0: right? Crazy people.
1: I'm looking for a bear behind the person or something, you know, but no, they're just running for pleasure. People uh getting those endorphins I early guess. in the morning.
0: Yeah, getting those steps in I am
1: not one of those runners. I, I wish I was, but so
0: I don't know if I wish I was Katie mm-hmm.
1: informed me. Uh, as i was getting ready for the podcast that you've got mail
0: yes because i look outside every so often i try to check like twice a day to see if anything was delivered because we order as i'm sure everybody does but especially because we've moved and still uh, getting things like we've ordered stuff I'm and like so, a
1: pavlovian dog with the which is a terrible experiment that they conducted with those dogs but whenever i hear that it's the, not really terrible it did. was they did some really oh did they yeah i don't want to like, hear about it la, la, la. Yeah. nope but oh. you know what the term pavlovian dog you is you ring
0: like, a bell they salivate mm-hmm.
1: ring a bell and all. it's classical
0: conditioning so anyway
1: in when
0: sean was getting um ready for the podcast i went i looked outside and i was like oh we have a package and i was like sean peter Mar sent you something
1: and oh, we so, should have like a, a a mail chime so i I got a, a package in the mail. And I'm super excited, but I don't know what You've it is. You've got so, mail. Yeah. You know what I'm always worried about? So,
0: If you cut something?
1: Well, first of all, when I was growing up, my father always had a Swiss Army knife. And I think some people carry Leathermans That's these what my days, dad had. Mm-hmm. But a Swiss Army knife is just, it's one of the joys in my life. And when my dad had first come out to visit in California. Sean loves his he swiss bought army me knife. a swiss army knife and it not only was it a swiss army it's knife but it was ducati. a ducati swiss mm-hmm. army knife so that's just a branding on it but it has all the tools that i want and i use this thing so much and it never breaks it,
0: he it's uses never let me it down like all the time got a and it also loses it about 12 times a week
1: no i never lose it anymore i I'm, no you're
0: like where did it go yeah. you don't lose it lose it but you don't know I where it, it is i did lose the
1: toothpick little. and the truth is you should never use the toothpick no, that's, that's nasty <laughs> Uh, but I used to use it for like getting into like little oh, yeah, corners yeah. to like scrape stuff away. Mm-hmm. not my teeth. But
0: I follow <laughs> this uh, while you open this. Oh I- shit!
1: No, I'm just kidding, guys. If you're just listening, I didn't. And you, how
0: I but, didn't you know just how it. But you know the
1: the one problem with serrum knives is that they do lo- There's tension and they do lock into place. But you can push the blade back and and my fear and your growing up was. On. Oh, jeez, yeah that battery's been so good for so long it must not take anyways
0: anything. um i follow this person on a TikTok tick who like mm-hmm. cleans out rings mm. and then there's another person who cleans out like cell phones and stuff anyway i find it really it's like super satisfying and it's right. like you're zoomed in and it's like that toothpick you know where they're like yeah getting into things one of the most
1: popular <laughs> youtube channels i think last year or not most popular but one that really took off was that guy up in canada who is cleaning Oh, the cars. cars, yeah. He's a car detailer.
0: I loved watching that. It's so satisfying, you know? So if
1: you want to send mail in, how do you send mail in to us, Katie? What do you, you use a...
0: A pigeon. No, we have a uh, we have a PO box here in Austin, and it is the address will be in all of the descriptions. But um, really quickly, it's one seven seven nine Wells Branch Parkway, oh. Suite one ten B, Box number three five three.
1: And you can see us do unboxings. But I'm really excited about this because I never get mail that's personal. Oh, and and so
0: Habs go. Oh, that's so nice. Peter it says happy housewarming, John and Katie.
1: Oh, dun dun dun. Yay. Can you see that? Thanks, Peter. Yay! A copy of April Wine, The Nature of the Beast. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. So, he's
0: got a Habs jersey or Habs t-shirt on.
1: <laughs> can you see I'm that so at home? so excited. The back cover, Yay. April Wine, The Nature of the Beast. Look at that album cover. Man, rock music and album covers.
0: That's really cool. Yeah.
1: Okay, so during the playoff season, mm-hmm. Peter was playing this and he would show it. And it was oh, like part funny. of our good luck rituals oh. for the Habs. And we made it. All the way to the stanley All cup the finals way. so i am stoked um i'm not a very good canadian though because i don't know any april wine and don't don't be shocked i'm don't sorry at me yeah i'm a fraud i don't
0: know who april wine is they're
1: but- a massive rock outfit i knew the name and i knew that they were a staple of fm radio growing up i just never listened to them ever ever now it's kind of like a rush you know like rush is big yeah but i couldn't stand rush and, uh, anyways, so here we go. This is going to be playing. We'll add this to our very collection. Cool. So, what else do we have I in put here?
0: Put it in its, its sheath. Oh, yeah.
1: It's, it's sheath. Maybe I'll put it on the wall here. Oh, it's broken. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> there you go. No, seriously, I'm really excited. Thank you for sending this in. Yes. Uh, what else this do we have This one's very here?
0: cool. This one is tr- Transden? Transden? What is that? I don't know. It says Layla and other assorted love songs, Derek and the Dominoes. Oh. On the back. I'm reading the back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Clapton. Well, Derek and the Dominoes. Damn. This is a juicy, juicy double vinyl.
0: Whoop, whoop. We have a, what's it? It's not a turntable. It's a record player. Two turntables and a microphone. What do we call it? Remember your dad
1: cooked. a turntable. A turntable, yeah, okay. not a record player. A record player is for children.
0: Oh, <laughs> I mean, say. I am a child, so
1: dope. Okay. And also, you know what? I never got into Eric Clapton. Um, I do know, you know, the hits, and I know a couple of songs, but I, I'm very excited. This is going to be a, one that's on heavy rotation. Why as well. do you
0: keep pulling them out of their things?
1: Well, because I wanted to look at the the gatefold. The gatefold is the, the
0: op- when you open it.
1: Yeah, Kay. very cool. And that looks like it. so. Peter is super lucky, and he. Uh, he buys lottery tickets for his record club? No <laughs> way! <laughs> okay, now we're talking. All right.
0: Tell people who it is.
1: This is the wonderful Grand Band. And uh, the song, Peter was doing, during the, uh, the height of COVID, he was doing the COVID sessions. Yes, he his live Facebook. streams on Facebook. From in the basement. The guy's a hell of an entertainer, uh, plays guitar, sings. The first time I ever saw the guy play, we were all living in Jasper, and he was playing at the ski hill, PJ. Oh, that's
0: s- how you met him. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I think I probably like met him, you know, at at events and everything. But uh, PJ said, "Oh, my buddy Peter's playing up the ski hill. Do you want to go see him play?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, sure." Wait, oh, I gotta say what this is. Oh, okay. So um, Peter was playing the song "Tangly Woman," and I thought it was "Gangly Woman" for gangly? like for like almost twenty years now. And then he corrected me. Yeah, you know, I think last year he's like. No, man, my song's called Tangly Woman, but it's something he and his buddies had written when they were younger. Oh, it's a phenomenal gotcha. song. It really stood out. Anyways, fast forward technology allows everyone to reconnect and we all chat about hockey. But anyways, during the covid sessions, he was doing this song, Living in a Fog. And it's it's a really cool song. But these guys are Newfies. Oh, new fees. <laughs> yeah, the wonderful grand band and. Newfies are people who live in Newfoundland. And I think we have a couple of listeners from Newfoundland. So We do have
0: a couple of Newfies. Good
1: on you. You guys are awesome. And there's a really cool music scene that happened in the 70s in Newfoundland, but no one has really heard of it off the rock.
0: Now, for people who don't understand what Newfoundland, like what the culture is there, tell them just a little bit about how it came to be, because this helps you kind of put it in perspective about like, Newfies a long,
1: and long, time ago.
0: I can still remember yeah. how that music
1: I don't know how the Newfies got there, but I think they took a boat from Ireland and, <laughs> you know, before country barriers. Anyways, thanks, Peter, for sending this in. Yes, I appreciate thank you, it. Thank I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. So excited. Um, yeah, Newfoundland. And I'll probably butcher the story. Of, but they're Irish. They are uh, Irish people. They're Gaelic. They were fishermen, I would assume, that followed the yep. fish from Newfoundland. Or, from Ireland (laughs) and there's other settlements all throughout Eastern Canada as well as United States where there's pockets of uh, people who came over from you know, but Newfies
0: in particular have like a Irish meets Canadian accent. It's, it's a very Irish unique, though. It's so it's a, yes, it's a very unique sound. And like when you meet a Newfie, you know, they're Newfie.
1: Yeah. If, if you've ever heard anyone talk with a Gaelic accent, like uh, it's, it's pretty heavy Yeah, and it's, it's wonderful at the same time. They're, they're it's great people. It's just a fun people. culture.
0: Super, they're super fun loving. I've never met a Newfie who isn't like, an entertainer gregarious. or super gregarious
1: yeah, yeah it, it, it's a fun culture they'll they'll fight you but they'll also give you the shirt off their back you know yeah. they're like was it
0: Steve, steve's roommate yes he's a new also
1: yeah yeah right. anyways they're wonderful people i hopefully at some point when we're traveling again and this is this is the uh, the segment of the podcast where we say when we can travel oh, again yeah. where would we like I to mean, go we
0: technically can travel now like it's not like we can't
1: no it's not that we're were not able just to. just
0: the worry of it.
1: That's right. I don't want to get someone sick. by Or get myself sick. Then, yeah,
0: yeah, my friend Cheryl just got sick. She was going back and forth from I New know, York. Fully everything.
1: vaccinated. Mm-hmm. She's and on, type O
0: blood, which is supposed to be like extra protectant. Remember, they said they're not as likely. I didn't know that. I don't know if it came like, obviously, they're still learning about COVID each and every day, hopefully, but they um, she's coming back. I knew she would. Um, she got the sleepy walk where her legs are like completely stiff um, anyway. They said type O isn't as vulnerable to it or something. And so my mom had been told that she's type O negative. <clears throat> but anyway, Cheryl's O positive and she's she told people she was like, just so you know, like I'm fully vaxxed and I'm O positive and I still got it.
1: She's on uh, dancing with the Stars. Stars. And she
0: That's DTWS. really tough, right? Because it's a lot of, I mean, it's...
1: No, but being getting sick during the performance Yeah, time. during the competition. Right, so you're going to be worn down. You're also going to have to sit on the sidelines while you're quarantined.
0: Yeah. And she had to miss only one competition, but they, they record their performances when they do them in rehearsal. Okay. So that's what they offered you know right, right. i don't know how well they did because i don't really follow it
1: so is she done then like the show must no, they go keep on? going.
0: the show keeps going on but, but it, she has a 10-day quarantine okay so then when she's off the quarantine so she's been in quarantine for what like four days now i hope or she five
1: wins because she's at the tail end of doing yeah the, i think is her
0: last season
1: season 35 or something 30 30 not that it's 30 years it's of it's her doing 29th it. season they do two years mm-hmm. uh, uh Two seasons, two seasons in one a, year. A year. So mm-hmm. she's been doing this for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being a professional athlete, which I think dancers are. If you're a dancer, like you're putting your body through some pretty grueling things. Well,
0: and she has to train uh, leading up to it and to get into shape and stuff. So overall, I think the whole thing just is really wears you down. Right, and it's and really a lifetime difficult.
1: Bit, right, to become a professional means just like with hockey or football, you you're doing it since you're a child. You mm-hmm. don't just one day wake up and say, you know what. I'm gonna do a have been doing dancer. it forever.
0: Her mom was a dancer, also. Oh. um But anyway, so all that to say, because we got way off topic. We really like to travel, and we definitely could. We just want to be responsible about it. Like I'd like to go back to Washington. I think maybe around Thanksgiving. Right. And we want to bring your dad in. Yep. And maybe your sister. oh And maybe I don't know. Other peeps.
1: <laughs> you know. The door is open. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. But it's just
0: hard. You know, it's hard for them too. And I, they're making people get tested and pay three hundred dollars. Well,
1: yeah, and then you have to be around a bunch of people on an airplane, and blah 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 blah. blah and it's stressful. That, 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 that. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's the way it goes.
0: The way she goes. We'd like to go to Newfoundland. Is the story.
1: Oh yeah, that's where we're going with this. Um, <laughs> i'd Like to meet the uh, wonderful Grand Band, see mm-hmm. them live.
0: And we have um, we have family out in Nova Scotia. Not that it's Newfoundland, but we have family out farther. New east. Scotland,
1: guys. If you yep. go there,
0: mm-hmm. 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 those are the Scots. We got the Irish. We got everybody. Yep. All the fun, love, and good time people.
1: Yeah. There's uh, two islands off of the coast of Canada, off Newfoundland,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Saint Pierre and Miquelon. And Saint Pierre and Miquelon are um, they're islands that belong to France, yeah, but they're like, they right don't... on the coast of Canada.
0: That's funny. So they're like closer to Canada than France. Yeah,
1: and I've never, never been. I don't know much about them, but what I do hear, so these people love rum. Newfoundlanders, they drink. uh, You told me that,
0: and I was like, that's so funny because I would assume that they'd be Caribbean people. Then,
1: well, it's Caribbean of the North. You know what they say? It's like the Caribbean, but with ice icebergs and sharks. Nobody says that. (laughs) You know, the Titanic went down right off of Newfoundland, for gosh sakes. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or thereabouts. It's somewhere. And then the grand banks are there, the fishing, and you mm-hmm. know. Um, but where are we going with this? I don't know. Oh, we wanted to go visit Newfoundland.
0: Yeah. And you're talking about the islands? Yeah. Oh, St. Pierre and Miquelon, I would like to been. see those
1: as well, because they're these small fishing communities. But I heard that they're um, uh, not pirates, but they're they're outlaws. And they oh. have big cigarette boats that oh. they smuggle cigarettes and booze oh. on. Oh, You know, uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but I've heard that the people from St. Pierre Miquelon are like, outlaws oh so i'd like to see this outlaw rebels. community whether it's true or not it's probably a bunch of people who are just sitting around going no no we're not like that they're
0: like fishermen but yeah. they
1: have you know speedboats hidden away in the coves
0: i mean who cares if it's not like we're going to get involved in their smuggling w- operation
1: it would be cool as a tourist to be able to go on a, a smuggle ride or something you know
0: like uh he's on his own <laughs> sean was never heard fishing. from again
1: <laughs> why do they keep calling me chum <laughs> right hey chum
0: what's what that the, mean friend what's the same sort of <laughs> if you lie with dogs you you get fleas
1: yes yeah, yes They so don't want to
0: hang out with smugglers you could
1: right be killed but they love their rum the caribbean the Car- of the north caribbean of the no north no one calls it
0: caribbean of the north i've never heard that
1: it's a we're being paid by uh newfoundland tourism <laughs> to like drum up But some, they're
0: not even part of newfoundland they're part of france
1: well it's right there i mean
0: okay we're going to move on. Okay. Sean's pretending it's something that's not. I'm sure but it's we'd like, like
1: to go see Newfoundland. I'd still it like looks to beautiful. go see,
0: but I'm sure it's fucking frigid.
1: No, but in summertime, I'm sure it's delightful. It's like
0: 60 degrees. <laughs> it looks
1: like an we emerald leave, isle. We know? leave
0: like our tropical oasis of Texas where it's like super hot and sweaty. And then we go there and it's like there, people are in shorts. It's like when I go to back in the day before.
1: What if life takes us there and we end up moving to Newfoundland at some point? You never know where you're going to end up, guys. I mean, no. You have to be open to the winds of change.
0: That's No sometimes, but not always. Um, no, but it's back in the day before Washington became a pit of fire also, like all of the Western part of the United States. But um, when we, I would go home in the summertime from California, cause it'd be like 90 degrees and I would get home and people would be like, yeah, it's finally summertime. it would be like 65 and I'd be like, oh, like it was like winter in California. <laughs> and I'd be wearing like a jeans and like a sweatshirt and people would be out in like tank tops and, and shorts and it's like when my mom and Larry used to come visit for Christmas, they'd wear like shorts and tank tops and yeah. it like wasn't always that hot for us, it was like cooler.
1: Oh, how the turntables though, because now Washington is also like 110 degrees.
0: Mm-hmm. It's so hot, My gr- I was worried. I called Be my grandma. careful gram- what you wish for. I called my grandma a lot to make sure, but she has the, she calls it a heat pump because we live in a colder climate, but it's really just air conditioner. It's central air. Oh, okay. And she a calls it a heat pump. Mm-hmm. But it does the cooling also. An air
1: conditioner by any other name. <laughs>
2: Well, pump, why do we you know. call it, a,
0: you know, you could call it like your AC unit. And when you say AC unit, you think cold air mm. and heat pump. Heat, I don't know. Yeah. It's so that Papa back in the day when it got to be hard for him, they didn't have to bring the wood in all the time and keep a right. fire going, which yeah. is what they used to always do. So that's how they heated the house and they had electrical like floor heating.
1: Man, we have some 40-year-old, 50-year-old honey.
0: Uh, yeah, from my Grammy.
1: I'm very excited to try I'll have that. to call
0: her today. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we okay. can't wait to see people travel more. Hopefully it happens soon.
1: Yes. Otherwise, you're just going to have to come out here. You know. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's get into the letters. Kate. Letters. It's Enough kind of, of the... your rambling. Gee whiz. Oh, today, gee you just willikers. were chatty Kathy.
0: <laughs> you know, can't help myself. <laughs> I
1: wonder if uh, Kathy out there, wherever she lives, is um, frustrated. You know, if your name is associated with something like well, I do
0: the know, Karens out there I probably do. are pissed off. We do have a member of our community whose name is Karen. Mm-hmm. And she finds it very frustrating. She's like, why my name? Right. Right. You know, you've had that name forever. And yeah. now, now people are like associating wonder, it with something terrible. Is
1: there, you know, it's probably cool if your name is associated with something cool, mm-hmm. but if it's associated with something negative, if there's negative connotations wrapped up around your name, yeah, like, Oh, what a cha- chatty Kathy, you know, what is it with Katie?
0: Nothing, nothing, nothing that I know. Sean. No, there is, um, whenever, cause I, if you guys don't know, I used to sing in choir forever and I went to school thinking i'd be a music major and a psych major uh spoilers you can't graduate in four if you have that plan or least not a, Pepperdine. Sing-
1: a singing mental health professional
0: <laughs> oh you well, have depression well, music, it's because you're
1: a bad singer sean
0: well music can be therapeutic yes like art therapy right but anyway so whenever if anybody knows where i'm going with this whenever you have the name katie and you're part of the musical space whenever you go into sp- like the first day of school or whatever, they always sing this song, the beautiful Katie. It's uh from Is it The Way We Were?
1: Maria Calla?
0: I sort of is... think it's the Way We Were. I have to look it up. But anyway, they always sing that song and it's like if I do Do you hear
1: that truck outside? Uh-huh. I I do want to touch upon one thing that grinds my gears. Uh asshole drivers. Now, I'm not going to talk about people's driving habits in general. I'm going to talk about a specific case that happened here in Texas, and I'm sure it happens elsewhere in the world, but there's some 16-year-old who was driving some monster big truck diesel vehicle, and he was performing a maneuver called rolling coal, which is where you get your car to kick out exhaust. (gasps) Yes. And... You know, diesel exhaust from a big truck.
0: A hold for one more one second, because it's a World War One era song written by a Canadian American composer Jeffrey O'Hara hmm. O'Hara in 1917. Cool. The sensational stammering song success. K Katie, beautiful Katie. I thought it was from a some kind of musical. Yeah, Broadway players. And it might be. I was just trying to find it, but anyway, it's from World War One. What an era. Oh, yeah. And it was um, it was the top song, top 20 songs in May of
1: 1918.
0: <laughs> hey. Uh, it was recorded by Billy Murray.
1: In the grand scheme of things, that's not that long ago. Everyone yeah. thinks, oh, it's so far away. It really isn't, you know. And we should be aware of our history so that we don't repeat it.
0: Okay. The song can be heard on the compilation album. This is what I was thinking. Mel Blanc, The Man of a Thousand Voices. Oh, yeah. yeah so It's on there. Being Mel Blanc
1: caused. was um, the... Uh, the singer who did all the Looney Tunes mm-hmm.
0: stuff. So they did was it. He the singer, Porky or the, voice? the Pig. Yeah, he did it in his Porky Pig voice too. That's oh. so. I, I that's what I was thinking was the Man of a Thousand Voices. And then Bing Crosby had uh, included the song in his medley on an album, Join Bing and Sing Along in 1959.
1: I wonder if anyway. the Bing Crosby Estate sued Microsoft over their naming of their search engine Bing. Does mm-hmm. anyone use Bing?
0: I don't think so. Chandler Bing. Chandler Bing. <laughs>
1: Right, right. He probably uses it. He that's that's Joey, right? From Friends.
0: No. Chandler Bing is Chandler.
1: Oh, I was thinking the actor's name. No, was, it's like
0: Matthew Perry or something. Ah, Katy so? Perry's brother. No, Mm-mm. he's much older.
1: Uh, Perry Mason. No, the detective. he's even older. <laughs> it's his dad. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. uh, so, oh, Rolling Cole. The the kid, the sixteen year old kid, you know, your brain isn't formed, you got your license, you're gonna be a hotshot.
0: That doesn't excuse it, that merely explains right, it.
1: Right. So what this kid was doing, he was um, producing exhaust with his big diesel pickup truck in order to create a cloud of diesel that would I didn't
0: even know you could do that.
1: Engulf I know, me either, would engulf cyclists on the side of the road. So you drive First by all, and you What you, a dickwad yeah. yeah, and then apparently it happens to cyclists all the time. I'm like, What well, you know That's a really shitty thing to do, first of all. And so I don't think any of our audience would ever do something like that. But
0: I think it's akin to driving down a a really wet road with a bunch of potholes and splashing someone on purpose.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, it is. It's the same thing. You know, you're purposely harming someone. Right. Really. And I mean, harm, you could say like, oh, it's not really that. Yeah, you're like, you're fucking with someone's day. You're messing up up what they're doing for no reason other than just to be a dickwad.
1: This kid ended up um, running over six cyclists and it sounds like he did it while he was trying to get the exhaust plume to. to I don't st-
0: care what, but he should no, be in prison.
1: His tr- well, certainly put him. You know, in he knows somebody. Juvenile Someone's detention somebody. for a while.
0: Something's happened.
1: Well, what happened is his his uh, parents showed up immediately, and then he wasn't arrested. But he ran over six cyclists. Yeah, and,
0: and none of them died. No, thank, thank goodness. God.
1: And thank God for the kid too, because listen, we all do stupid things. It's a dumb mistake for the
0: kid. What do you mean?
1: Well. If he had run these people over, which he did, and someone had died, then his life would be thrown oh, away too. He's a 16 year old.
0: Totally, I see what you're saying. Thank he, God he nobody makes, died for him also, but.
1: Yeah, like, cause he could have just wasted his own life by some stupid juvenile prank, right? Mm-hmm. So anyways, nobody died, but people were airlifted to the hospital. Um, his truck was all, it was really mangled. I was surprised that bikes loser. could do that. Yeah, he, he did something really stupid. I- but yeah, well. he, he was not arrested at the scene. He was released with his parents. And I thought, wow, that maybe it's a powerful family. Maybe it's inept police. Maybe it's both. Yeah. Uh, it's in never, the middle of nowhere in Texas. Never underestimate the power of stupidity.
0: I it can f- happen wow. in an instant. <laughs> I mean, he's lucky they didn't release his name.
1: Well, He'd be like shamed
0: I, off, offline and like threats and so Yeah. Because I... What would you say? I'm a and, pretty mellow person, but that really upset me. And I was like the fact that he's not in prison like say you are one of those cyclists or right. i would like are you kidding me so
1: let's say he pulled this prank
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's a stupid move and the people are covered in soot and diesel fumes while they're supposed to, while they're trying to bicycle or he runs them over mm-hmm. six people are severely injured
0: mm-hmm.
1: what do you think the punishment for something like that should be you know like let's let's be honest here like it's a it's a well, dumb it's, prank it's attempted
0: murder with a deadly weapon really because a car yep. is a deadly weapon. Right. He he is reckless endangerment. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of things. I think. I mean, he's 16. The the
1: lawyer statement was so choice. So it was I, such a scuzzy. Uh, so letter. I would
0: say. Um, five years. Five years. What? Prison. Mm. He's dangerous He'd be out
1: when he's 21.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> okay. Uh, what do you think? Well. First of all, he could you get early release Lose if he... your license for oh. until you're 30.
0: No, that's way too long. He'll I just drive know. without a license. That's not reasonable. I think he could lose his license until he's 21.
1: Okay, lose your license till you're 21. That's that's good. I think the guy should have to repair bicycles till he's 30. Have him. In the shop, doing community service, maybe building I mean, they bicycles can do community for community
0: service, but they can never force you to do specific community service, from they what can. I know.
1: Yeah, 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 they can make you do all Chance sorts of pretending Maybe you should pick up litter on the side of the road for the next ten years.
0: When you do community service, yeah, as um uh, um, I had a patient had to do this once. I had to do like two hundred and something you work hours working on chain gang. No, but you have a certain number of hours, and then you go down to the local community center or whatever, wherever they disperse the volunteers and you pick from what's available so you don't get to choose Hmm. like you could be picking up trash you could be
1: cleaning toilets no i don't want to do that one
0: you know it's like um they're not even things like that it's like do you want to pick up from the park or alongside the highway or there's also um i don't know they're trimming shrubs at this you know like there's there's like i think the patient that i had had like five options you can work at a soup kitchen you know there's certain things you can do
1: well anyways i think the guy owes a, a, a big debt to the community and it's not necessarily that he owes a debt it's like let's get this kid on the right track and have a constant reminder while he's sweeping or whatever he's doing to make amends mm-hmm. but you can't throw his him in jail forever either like that well he I, doesn't deserve
0: to be in jail for like 20 to five to life no and I,
1: I was hearing that and that's why i say thank god he didn't kill somebody because oh but yeah who knows how damaged those people are anyways we'll move on from this i i just it was on my mind because it was all over the news the last couple of days
0: it's it's a kid kids are ridiculous and negligent but again that doesn't like condone the behavior that merely explains it yeah so it's like he still has to learn a lesson how is that lesson learned no license in juvie for i honestly even like two years might be fine yeah but there needs to be some kind of treatment or understanding as to like what was going on in his head and why would like because so here's my, why is
1: it acceptable why are well, people but, doing it because apparently hold, happens to cyclists all the time now yes
0: but hold on because i think like part of my brain goes to is this a pattern of behavior is he actually a danger to society has he like killed cats and tortured animals like what's he doing has he hurt other people like i don't know Are his, why his parents show up so quick are they like used to protecting him is he is doing a bunch of fucking crazy shit? yeah i don't know i'd like to know
1: Hopefully the investigation saying, team is going to look at this closer. But I'm not saying closer. that he is.
0: I'm just saying that those are real questions that we need to have before you just like let someone out into the world to potentially harm others.
1: Yeah. He wasn't even brought into the station. They let him go on the scene. Shame. I was like, what Shame is Shame
0: on you, police officers. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Well. Let's
0: move on to something. Sean likes to just pull things into.
1: No, I, it was on the news and it was, uh, I know. it was quite interesting, I thought.
0: Yeah. What were you talking about last night before dinner? And I was like, it was so de- depressing.
1: By the way, I'm not always talking like this, but come on.
0: You talk quite a bit, I'll be honest. Yeah. You should see someone about that. Oh, you are.
1: Oh, I'm so itchy on my arm.
0: Okay. Anyways, ready for some lighthearted conversation?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, here we go. Let's get into, we have uh, a voice memo. Salut
3: tout le monde. This is Father Dubuc from La we all know how it is easier to beg forgiveness than ask permission, right? Yes. The Catholic Church is very big on forgiveness and confession. We even make a special corner office where it is all ush hush But everyone knows everyone else, so this is also a good place to catch up on local gossip and pass along a name or two. <laughs> so, live the good life. And don't be cruel. Oh, who do art? That's true. <laughs> Come on, man. Who don't love this, huh? Please, don't forget our merch. We don't pass that in church anymore. We are exploring oh, other small voluntary source of revenue for our wine and puts-in purchase and make more video for you. If you want to help us to speak your art, this is a very practical, direct, and inexpensive way to add your voice to ours. Me, I like the black T-shirt with the Vatican flag and camel bottom instead of the sultan. <laughs> Sister <laughs> Toray, she told me, nothing screams radical priests louder than that look for sure. Va de retro satana. <laughs> okay, my sheep. Till next time remember <laughs> to be kind and take good care of each other. Too uh, funny.
1: Uh, the confessional booth That's a I good know, place like for the office. You up on the b-
3: corner office. Yeah. That's
0: too funny. Man,
1: d- going to confession when I was a kid, I never really understood that part I've of
0: never it. done that cuz I wasn't um in you know, the yeah. Catholic
1: church. Right. It's it's kind of odd, you know. You're expected to to confess your sins to some stranger. I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I like that you also, what sins, like, do you know, does a 12 year old have? Like, uh, dear father, I uh, I looked at my ding dong twice in the mirror, you know? <laughs> well,
0: that's the thing is like it, the it's interesting because I've been working on this video with the audience about uh, trauma, yeah, in religion. Oh, like religious trauma. And I'm not saying like confessionals, religious trauma, but it's interesting when you start to think about it. Because it's not like anti-religion. That's not like my goal of the video. No, But people, you can see when you're like controlled through guilt
2: right. and fear
0: because
1: it's an exceptional because I tool. was
0: raised in church. Right. And the guilt around the fact that you're always a sinner. Right. Because you're just like always taught that, that yeah, you're,
1: you're, you're, you're born a sinner. That, yeah. That's kind of like, oh, you, yeah, original you start, sin. Yeah. It's, it's a really weird way of lensing things. Like,
0: yeah, you're like. I don't know. Anyway, so you already
1: start off with a strike. You got to work that one off. You got to like
0: work it off immediately, like as if children come into this world. Anyway, I think it's ridiculous. But so there's that. So there's the guilt. Yeah. And then there's the fear. Oh, if you don't repent, you're going to go to hell and like burn forever.
1: I know, And they have all the crazy imagery of it. And And no
0: one's no one has come back from hell to report what it looks like.
1: I've actually been to Barstow Mm. and uh,
0: I have been to the Mojave Desert. Yeah,
1: it is very warm.
0: (laughs) It is very warm. But anyway, so that stuff's very interesting to me. And I've heard, read like tons of letters from our audience how pastors and priests would use that kind of like you've been called upon to get them to do shit like pick up their kids from school.
1: It's just a manipulation tool. <gasps> like right. it is. It's,
0: it can be. It doesn't always have to be, but it definitely can be. Right. So
1: Well, an excellent, excellent. And I like the merch idea. Yes. Maybe we should have a Father Zubierk, uh, uh Merch line? A little uh, Let him do de-
0: He should design it.
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking like, uh, you know, like, Silhouette, you know, with the priest collar, and,
0: yeah, and then it says, um, and
1: like a tzouk, <laughs> from that tzouk. Uh-huh. but hmm. yeah, I don't know, I'm not a good illustrator. And it just says
0: radical priest,
1: yeah, <laughs> it
0: has to be written like uh, like a hard rock m- m- a band, like, like the like, April yeah. Wine mm-hmm. uh, font, yeah. See say. all this
1: is all coming together? Radical priest, Canadian radical priest, mm. April Wine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Look, she's dreaming, and her tail is is swinging while she's dreaming. Lee, she's that?
0: having a good time i did caught my eye because it was movement okay into our letters thank you father to book. okay
1: hmm. this is entitled "The father and son the holy ghost
0: spectacles <laughs> testicles wallet and watch
1: yeah that's what you used to say my grandfather taught i me know that. you told us that um holy ghost or holy spirit it used to be the holy ghost holy ghost but then it became the holy spirit why did they change it was it because ghost is scary or was it because so. they don't believe in ghosts
0: i think it's because i don't believe in no ghosts no i think who are you gonna call Ghostbusters! Oh, wait, wait! I have to order our Halloween costumes today. Man,
1: Ray Parker Jr. was amazing. Maybe I'll be Ray Parker Jr.'s uh, Ghostbuster. Uh, I could
0: be the redhead of the secretary. You ever seen lady. the video? Oh my god! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Anyways, sorry.
0: <laughs> I was like, you're spacing out. I wasn't sure if you're coming back. No, from I was it.
1: trying to think of Ray Parker Jr.'s um, song. It was Ghostbusters, right? I have no idea. He was no the guy idea. who sang it. I don't know. They had the video. Of I know
0: the song, but I don't know who sang it. Oh, okay. I'm not the person for that. I have to call lamar he'll know okay. um anyway uh, i have to order a halloween costume because i'm keep forgetting but i wonder if they got, ghostbusters but i wonder if they forgot about the ghosts or they forgot they switched it to holy spirit because spirituality is so much more like palatable whereas ghosts is like halloween which is of the devil
1: <gasps> right yeah you don't want to pray to pagan gods mm-hmm. you know halloween and the ghosts yeah. and
0: oh my god where where i was watching a tiktok and someone in the south I want to say North Carolina could be wrong not putting any shade on North Carolina but it was they just moved there mm-hmm. and they were like I'm so excited so I went down to Party City because I was like I'm going to get some Halloween decorations go to Michael go to Party City let's get this thing going and they walked in to I think Party City and they said they walked around a little bit and they're like where are the Halloween decorations and they're like that's of the devil we don't have any of that here she was like <laughs> what what <laughs>
1: Boring. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll get on to Amazon then. Fine. Yeah. Fuck you.
1: You know, what's wild is if you and you can do this at home right now, if you Google Halloween costumes 1912 mm-hmm. or something like that. Like punching an old age. Old age.
0: Mm-hmm. And, Have we been doing them for that long?
1: Oh yeah. But it's creepy as all heck. It's what horror films are made of. Because the kids, this is before you could get a package. Costume, you know, oh, I'm Peter Pan. Look at me. I you got to a- put it
0: together. You got a hoshposh. I used to do that as a kid. Well,
1: no, they, but these kids were like basically wearing paper sacks with holes cut out for oh, eyes and like a belt around. It.
0: Yeah.
1: Ghosts or like,
0: it's like
2: goblins. Sheets. Use
1: sheets and yes, stuff. but they're, 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 they look scary. You know, these <laughs> kids are, it's, it's the stuff of nightmares. Uh, so Google that. I can't believe Halloween's coming up. I'm so excited. Uh, every year, what I do, um, he gets
0: not excited at all. That's what you do every year.
1: No, but for the, the movies. Uh, so oh. that's when I watch my Halloween uh, movies. You know? Sean
0: loves a a good uh, thriller.
1: Well, I grew up in the era of slasher films.
0: See, I didn't, and I hate it. But I'll let him have it on. And I'll it's play terrifying. Candy Crush. I'll when I was a kid, out.
1: no, you won't. You're not. You can't handle what I what I watch.
0: That's what he, I don't watch it. That's what I'm saying. Right. I don't watch it with you. I like sit with you, like I do with Game of Thrones. I have no idea what's happening.
1: Huh. Every
0: once in a while people are having sex. I'm like, are they related? Seems like everybody's related to has sex. Where? On Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, um, I don't know.
0: Who knows what's happening?
1: Well, what what happened is that I, I was into Game of Thrones. I'd watched all of it except for the final season. And then we stopped having HBO. And, it's because
0: Larry stopped having HBO.
1: Right. We, we had one of those accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell HBO maybe well, listening. No, they don't care. No, they don't. In fact, I read an article from the CEO of a. Uh, hbo who is like we know that you share passwords we do not enforce it because we think we that know you'll you, want it it's, we have such a good product
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. we did
1: yeah but anyway so i didn't watch the final season now i get to watch it i'm so excited and uh I, but it's so confusing there's so many different storylines and i'm not into it yeah
0: i actually haven't watched really any of it it's funny there's always things like this we were talking about this on the patreon live stream the other day but How- i can
1: have things that i like that you don't like you don't have to be into it of course
0: but that's what i'm saying i'll just sit there like and do my own thing
1: like you watch a bunch of shows that i'm not into and that's fine
0: we don't yeah well we have very differing we have a few shows we like together and a lot of shows we don't
1: yeah we find common ground in comedy yes not rom-coms
0: no drama too because Bosch and stuff oh yeah and and we like the wire yeah okay Okay. moving on yes we have a letter from julie hello julie and it is entitled otdm pod flag Mm. and shield entry for the Guild of Writers Committee, oh, oh. says, can you work out the themes from the OTDM podcast, and can you work out the logo? Okay, so she's asking us give okay, the themes and the work out the logo. The motto is added for tr- that's added for translation. Uh, Sentient, sentiente que don't rem and semper benignus.
1: Always be oh. benign.
0: I'm not sure. Sentiente que don't rem uh, and semper two separate and the shield has a motto
1: that's uh opinions that don't matter and, oh uh, s- yeah that, that's yeah. uh yeah the first one is opinions that don't matter i'm guessing and then the second one is um always be benign don't be a oh, don't yeah. be a dingus
0: oh yeah don't be a dickwad
1: yeah if you if you had to translate that from yeah. latin it's uh don't be a dingus. because what's
0: semper Fi stand for
1: um always always be ready no
0: always ready i don't know they say "Hoorah!" I know that I watch a lot of NCIS, but I don't.
1: <laughs> I had to take Latin in high school, and therefore I have the most rudimentary. And plus, I love oh anything. "Semper
0: Fidelis." It's always faithful. Uh, you know They're what? Uh,
1: what's "Semper Fido"? Like
0: that's a, not a I
1: always a dog or a...
0: helping veterans one dog at a time.
1: Semper Fido. That's
0: actually it's for uh, veterans have PTSD. They give them a, a dog, but that's not an actual. Uh, Latin phrase it's a company
1: I think Fido is, is a is a Latin word no? I don't
0: know I don't know that's not important who cares we're moving on I looked Can- up Semper Fido and it said Help.
1: canonymous you know
0: Sean just making shit up okay so anyways the shield has a motto circumundrum vos vosses vosses
1: silenciat et orat silence is golden uh, I don't know what circum
0: Mundum communicado vosses mm-hmm. Voices.
1: Uh, something communicating voices.
0: Hush, hush, voices carry. Carry. Okay. I love that song. OTDM land with values for citizens. Tempus, Vita, Gaudium, Unitatum. That must be united. Hope you like my little contribution to the OTDM community. Have a great week.
1: I'll put those on the screen So I'm...
0: this is the shield.
1: Oh, we have a shield. Okay. Yeah. What is this?
0: Semper Benignus. Ah. This is very fun. Oh, well, that that's the shield. Song? Sorry, that's the flag.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. The then, flag, okay, and then gotcha. And this is the shield. Ah, okay, okay, very cool. Excellent artwork.
0: It's fun. I like the little theater thing, and then heart.
1: Yeah, it's drama and comedy. Mm-hmm. So that you it's know, probably grinds my gears. Some hearts because we're we're lovers. Mm-hmm. We got books because we're smat. Wicked smart. We got a clock because we know what time it is.
0: In the middle is the world, I think.
1: Oh, yes. What's the word? Are there words running up and down?
0: Yeah, it's all the stuff I told you. Oh, Circum. Mm-hmm. Perfect. But we'd have, to, we'd have to translate the circumundum communicado. Let me see. I can look it up.
1: Oh, yeah. Just Google that.
0: I'll go Google it.
1: Can you imagine having to speak Latin in real time? That would be so difficult.
0: Okay. Let me see. Because you know how it gives you that look up option? Look up. No content found. Mm. Search web. It says. Oh. Now it's giving me everything in Latin. No, thank you. Uh, Wait, you can translate
1: websites into Latin? I don't know. I could have fun with that.
0: Around the world. Circumundum is around the world.
1: Ah. Oh, circumnavigate.
0: Circumundum.
1: Mundum would be word, I guess. Uh, World. Okay.
0: What? I'm sorry. Why won't it? Let me select it. Select all. Copy. Paste sorry
1: that's one of the features about the iphone that i think stinks is copy paste or insert like when you have to move the the um the cursor Mm
2: -hmm.
1: i really find it still really crude maybe it's because my fingers are so pudgy but (laughs) uh, you know it's not a very good way of navigating the uh the screen so iphone you can do better come on i'm sure everyone has this problem too I don't need another oh, calculator and I
0: It so. can't, but it's it's not translating. All
1: right. Well we'll we'll put it on the screen. We'll figure it out.
0: We'll figure it out. But it's Ooh. around the world. That's circum circummundum. I'm probably not searching it properly anyways, so it's probably my fault. But circummundum communicato vasis. So it's like around the world.
1: Communicating with people. Voices communicating around the world. Sure. That's my guess. Cool.
0: Thank you, Julie. That was fun. And also Latin is just so so interesting. I, it was really helpful only on standardized testing, right? Because they're like, "What's the root of this word?" You and you can use it once you kind of know to help you navigate new languages. Because I'm like, "Oh, this must be something about." Ubi
1: sabubi, always wear underwear.
0: <sighs> so helpful, helpful things such as that. Okay, are we ready?
1: Yeah.
0: This is from Buzz
1: uh Do you know who buzz is the king mm-hmm. the hurricanes guy mm-hmm. buzz, buzz is a <laughs> canes fan what's up? what's up buzz it
0: says thoughts on the offer sheet hey guys I would thoughts. like to hear sean's thoughts on the offer sheet to Jesperi Kokonemi. Co- i always his name cooking yummy and montreal not matching mm-hmm. it sure made for an interesting weekend here in nc congrats on the, the run montreal had last season Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, Buzz.
1: So, this is a hockey question. Hockey and talk.
0: It's probably honky tonk. We're talking about the honky
1: tonk. is in uh, North Carolina and uh-huh. the, the Hurricanes, Hur- Hurricanes are his team. And I have nothing but respect for hockey players.
0: They're a great team, but they're the ones that don't wear their jerseys, right? That's weird. That's yes. weird. But that has nothing to do with the team. And that's like.
1: I think it ties into it. And I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> <clears throat> Buzz, here's the deal, man. Here's the deal, man. Um, I think it's wonderful. You guys used a rule we tried to use that rule basically you can offer a young player a contract and um carolina did they they offered did he take it he took it so just barry cook kiemi is a a young talented uh, 20 player yeah he he entered the league when he had just turned 18. because he'd
0: been with us for two or three seasons
1: yeah and he he was pretty good um you know big kid Mm -hmm. he he had not yet lived up to his full potential but nor should you last you know, season he
0: did pretty well though he did pretty good.
1: good but he had some moments that were you know hit or miss but he he's an excellent player he's a young guy and he's going to be a great player so you guys have a great prospect of a player he is not quite where he
0: well he's could young be. he's still learning and still getting better that's it so and also playing with bigger kids like we see this all the time you'll have some players who are just bigger earlier on right there
1: you're you're learning a skill set mm-hmm. at a fast pace and. And so, sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead.
2: No,
0: I was just going to say that, like, when the when younger kids join, not join, but are re- recruited or, or drafted, drafted into the NHL or NFL or any kind of you know uh, professional sport, there's always this period of time where they kind of have to grow into the role yeah. and to not only get better, Mature. obviously, but the but the kids are sometimes gangly, even though they're huge kids. It's gangly compared to like the men. That they're playing against. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it took him a little while. Also, that we didn't have when we first drafted him, we didn't have a lot of young kids on the roster. And I don't think he had anybody to connect with. And I know Weber does a good job of being like a mentor and helping them along. But I think it took a little while for him to feel like part of something. And now that we had like last season was pretty magical because of like Suzuki and uh, Caulfield and Kokonyumi. And we had like a group of like younger guys that I could- love
1: you so much talking about this right now. <laughs> On. That,
0: that could like, you, you on a team. It's it's the connection and the, the the camaraderie you have with your fellow teammates. Yeah, and hopefully since the Canes got him, they have like that age of people. So he has people he can relate they to. They do,
1: and they have an excellent coach. They have excellent players. I think the Canes are a great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they and did I said pretty that, well
0: last season. I right? said
1: sincerely. Mm-hmm. The the thing that I have a problem with, Buzz. Is you have an owner who is, in my humble opinion, a bit of an a hole. Um, <laughs> he he wears an ass hat. He's he's mm, a he is he's an, an ass. Uh, unfortunately, now I don't know him, and this is just the stuff I read about in the press. But he seems like a petty billionaire who
0: oh, some people playing are playing like games. That, though. Now it's
1: it's kind of fun because it caused a lot of drama. Um,
0: but like why? Why his name that? is
1: Thomas Dundon. He's uh, you know the TV show Billionaire. Or billions. Billions, huh? Yeah. He's he's a hedge fund guy and he's got all this money and he bought a pro sports team. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's fantastic. One day I hope to um rise to that station in life where I own a pro sports really? team. Really? Well, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? To sit on top of your sports empire.
0: I mean, I guess. Yeah, remember John Green bought that uh soccer team?
1: He had a like fractional. It's a semi pro yeah, yeah, but
0: but he was all excited about that. Yeah,
1: I think so, it's cool. I guess you know? I get
0: it. I, I mean I have other things I'd rather put money toward, but okay.
1: But this guy Brings his his bag of cash to the NHL gets mm-hmm. himself a team and he's been fairly disruptive
0: Does and he live in North Carolina?
1: I don't know where he lives oh. Um, On an island called the asshole island. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I joke around. I really don't well, care that much That's
0: a good question for buzz then write back and let us know your thoughts on the owner Like, yeah. Do you think he's an asshat and annoying because your team is great and
1: Well, here's he, he the owner only showed up my radar when he and this is two seasons ago mm-hmm he was so he doesn't like his away jerseys he doesn't like then
0: redesign them for the next season you
1: wear your dark colors when you're at home you wear your white jersey when you're on Mm -hmm. the road right he was really not a fan of the light jerseys so this guy the owner would go on the road with the team and he'd be like well do you think it'd be possible for us to wear our our home jerseys because i don't like the away jerseys and People made uh, exceptions, and they're like, who "Fine." Care? Who cares? You know, one billionaire confusing. to another. Our billionaire owner was like, "Who owns you know Molson it is beer?" It's confusing. You're
0: watching on TV, which is
1: rather convenient because his last name is Molson, and also, you know, Molson Coors. It's a mas- a massive beer empire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He he said, "Joth Molson is his name." They said, "Okay, fine. Let them wear their their home jerseys." This baby wants to cry about it. You yeah, know? it doesn't matter. So they let them wear their home jerseys, and we wore our uh, away jerseys. So it wouldn't be confusing. So there weren't two teams on the ice wearing a red jersey, basically. Oh that, yeah, because
0: the Canes are red and black. Right,
1: so we were fine with it. But what kind of a bozo does that? Like, oh, I'm so special, I don't like my jersey. You know, I well, thought- Well, just
0: get them redesigned. I just thought he was- That's what you should he do. was petty, you know? If he has all this money, why don't you just get them redesigned?
1: Yeah, and, and so, he and I think he did that a couple of times that season. Whatever, I didn't really follow. I just thought, what a baby. Because well,
0: we were watching something, and I was like, I thought we were home. Yeah, because I was so confused. We were white. I camera. was, too. And then and you're like, no, no, no it's because of this guy.
1: OK, yeah. so then Dundon, this guy, uh, he had that little stunt that he was doing. And then uh, we had made an offer for one of your players. Now, I I'm not a fan of the off street, but it is it's something you're allowed to do. You're basically allowed to offer money to uh, a player whose contract is open to to well, be, yeah, the, their contracts. You could purchase the the player's contract, mm-hmm. or not the player's contract, but you can offer him as much money as you want.
0: Well, based within your within your cap.
1: The other team, the team who has him, then has to match that offer, or the person can walk. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple transaction. Mm-hmm. So Dundon. Well,
0: no, they're out of contract
1: because we had offer sheeted your star player previously, which, whatever, you know, people do He decided to be petty and basically snake our player by offering way more than he's worth because Jesperi Kinyemi, while he may one day be an excellent player he's and he's very good but he's young and he has some growth to do so he has a value assigned to him you know this is what your mm-hmm. contract is worth well Dundon and and I guess management decide, I say be a
0: general manager
1: well it's Dundon he's behind everything I think he's on Twitter like Donald Trump was on Twitter because he he's he sends all these nasty like Okay, tweet. get to the point. Mm-hmm. Well, they offered a lot of money for the kid. Mm-hmm. And and so the kid signed. We had also benched him during the playoffs, even though he was doing really well. So there was some friction, I think, as a young player. Maybe his focus wasn't there.
0: Or maybe he was like had a bad attitude. Who
1: knows? I don't think he did, but I, I think maybe the coach didn't have as much faith in him or you know, need to focus. Who knows? The point is that they offered him way more money than he's worth. Well, that's the, within their
0: budget. That's what they can do.
1: And so they signed him. And I think... First of Good all, for
0: and Yummy. Exactly.
1: I take I the really money like and the run, player. man. Take that oh bag of God. cash. And Did you, go- you hear
0: about that artist? That uh, it was called "Take the Money and Run." I think. Yeah. They gave him eighty-five thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, he was in uh, not Amsterdam.
0: He's Dutch. Right? No,
1: no, no, no. He's in mm, Finland. No, not Norway. Uh, on the other side of the water.
0: <laughs> I don't. Belgium. No. I don't know, Sean, you're not helping. No, you,
1: you go ahead, tell the story. I'll, anyway,
0: I'll... there was an artist in that.
1: Danish, he's Danish. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, best breakfast, breakfast Danish. Anyway, he's an artist and he created this art uh, years ago, I guess, in yeah. 2011 or something, where he put money on a canvas and it was something about like how people aren't really paid their full worth. It was supposed to be like a, a statement. Yeah, like, like a lot of art, right? He's making like a, a statement about his thoughts of... Uh, the way that people are treated and paid for their work and then they wanted him to recreate something similar and they paid him for it and they gave him money extra money so that he could put money in the art like whatever he wanted to do with the money and he returned two blank canvases and and he entitled it take the money and run
1: (laughs) (laughs) go on take the money and run and he did
0: and I mean I get what he's saying and I don't honestly him doing this got them way more press and more conversations started about this than it would have if he did it just the way that they wanted. But I just find it very comical.
1: Yeah, I thought it was funny. But was so funny. just okay. to wrap things up with the oh, the
0: honky-tonk mm-hmm.
1: oh, man, the pollen or something in the air is driving me crazy. It, it, at the end of the day, Buzz, to answer your question, I think that a couple of things happened. One, you got a great player.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Two, we lost a player that I really like. I think the kid has a very bright future in front of him. And we had I, a good
0: team going with yeah, him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we also had a lot of... We have a lot of young prospects, and we have to make room. And so, you well, know... Caulfield
0: came up. And, and I and,
1: don't get wrapped up in, in trades. Look, these are guys going to play in another team, and they're still playing hockey. That's actually my biggest
0: frustration with hockey, is how long you can trade. Because the way that I get into things is I get like to know my players. And they change so much in hockey almost all the way up until the playoffs it feels like. I know it's not quite that far, but it feels like you can trade forever. And then I'll be like, Who's this guy? Like I don't even know.
1: Yeah. It makes it interesting though, because your team can fluctuate throughout the year. And at the end of the day, I think that your owner offered way more money for for what the how talent much his is contract worth. Was? Six point something million. Geez, Wasn't yeah, he and, like
0: like making a million?
1: Um yeah, I, I whatever is entry level mm-hmm. and so we weren't willing to pay for it
0: right and that's so. fine
1: you know i don't think the kid's worth it yet he also may be we down have the how road.
0: much tied up in fucking price well
1: that's it so you guys just effed yourselves because as a business decision what happened is you you overpaid for a young talent who isn't there yet when your other teams uh, when your other players are up for negotiation you they're going to point money. to no well it's really not that much money.
0: No, I'm just saying because you, you're divvying it up between your players. Yeah,
1: you have cap space.
0: So you don't want to overpay for one because then that takes from other options. It right? takes
1: away from what other players can get paid, certainly. And and the other guys who are coming up or are about to negotiate for their contracts okay, are going to say, more. well, just Barry's making this much. What do you not value me? Mm-hmm. So now you're going to so it may have been a real fun move for Tom Dunedin to lose f your, the Canadians.
0: Your better talent.
1: Other players are going to be very frustrated. Oh, you
0: know what you can do? just have a couple of people get injured and then like don't have them play for part of the season and they come back for the playoffs and you're way over your cap.
1: Yeah. Tampa mm. is a piece of poop, <laughs> but okay. you know what, at the end of the day, it's just fun. It's sports, it's entertainment. And that's one of the things I do enjoy more about hockey as I'm getting older, looking at the business side of it and, and the ramifications and it's like, well, it's, a chess match, yeah. it's a chess match, but you have a chess player who's a giant billionaire baby <laughs> running your team. And it's unfortunate because I do like Rod Brendamore. I think he's a fantastic, former player now coach and I do like a lot of the players in your team and hopefully when they're really upset with uh their contracts that are being negotiated they walk or their agents say well we're taking our our talent elsewhere and maybe we'll we'll see some of them back in the Canadian uh jerseys and uh that's that's that we move on yeah thanks for writing in buzz (laughs) what hey it's my podcast too I get to talk (laughs) about things I want to talk about
0: no I'm not mad about the honky talk. I'm mad about your your little dig there at the end what? that was such like accomplice what did i say like well and the good thing is that maybe you know you guys will just fuck yourselves and we'll get all your players <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true though i was like
0: that's really rude
1: no it isn't it's just it's, it's a game it's a giant game
0: sports and Hashtag ultimately sports.
1: i do want to see the players get paid i'm very happy for just barry and i know that he listens to the podcast. i wish my finish was better <laughs> i would wish you uh good spending. finish was
0: better we don't have no any finish you just know cooking yummy <laughs>
1: And Turier Harkinson, I know Not that. Not barely,
0: name. barely. Where's Leikkanen from?
1: Also from mm. Finland. Okay. Arturi Leikkanen.
0: Can I move on to yeah. another letter? Okay. <laughs> Best <laughs>
1: of luck this season, Buzz. I think you guys are going to do great. Um, that's all.
0: Okay. Yeah. This Is from Christina, and it is entitled "Response: Dental Trauma oh. and More." I'm excited already.
1: Dental trauma gives me the heebie-jeebies. I, I know
0: you like. Ooh. Okay.
1: Just the noise of like even when you just grind your teeth a little bit. Oh my God, like our dog chewing on rocks. Oh. That That noise, it, it made my uh, my spine like feel all yeah, weird.
0: Yeah, you're like, like Okay, this says, hi Katie and Sean in the OTDM community. Howdy do, says hope all is well. I am now listening to episode 79. Oh. Thank you for reading both of my letters. I didn't realize they would both be making an appearance. Apologies for the long letter here. I wrote this a while ago, but in listening to episode seventy-nine, you asked some questions, so I thought I would reply to those. Okay. Sean asked what my PhD is in, and I'm working on research for biomarkers that could potentially detect Parkinson's disease and a type of dementia. That's fucking amazing.
1: That's, Both are
0: referred to as Lewy body diseases. Yeah, I did know that.
1: That's me, awesome. I had a little. Burp. <laughs>
0: That's okay. In short, biomarkers are molecules genes, or characteristics that can help identify a disease. Okay. Parkinson's disease is usually diagnosed based on clinical symptoms, mainly motor symptoms Yeah, like tremor, rigidity, slow movement. Parkinson's is a motor disorder. But by the time patients present with these symptoms, the disease has progressed to a stage by which point neuronal damage cannot be reversed. Yeah, I knew that, but I didn't know that that was why. I just knew that like Parkinson's can't be reversed like once.
1: I bet you that... Within 50 years, we're going to have so many game changing Well, even
0: just the introduction because of, people of like mRNA Christina, and, you know, like all sorts
1: of therapeutics and things that we're understanding. Crisper. Yeah. I believe that we're going to, we're on the cusp of being not superhuman, but being able to repair environmental damages mm-hmm. um, as well as things that were born with the uh, genetic
0: yeah. issues. So that fact that it can't be reversed by the time we show symptoms says this is one of the reasons why there isn't a cure only treatment of the symptoms mm. for my project, I'm trying to find protein biomarkers for both Parkinson's and Lewy body dementia.
1: I wonder what happens, wh- why you're looking for those biomarkers. Is that so that you can treat it or reverse I think it's,
0: it? I think it's so, oh, that's a good is question. That, it, to,
1: to identify it like, oh, here, here's an early onset marker that that tells us this is coming or is this to to i'd assume
0: both my guess would be because you don't know where it's going to go once you i'm just hypothesizing you let us know christina but i what do
1: we call this segment simply science
0: (laughs) simply science my my belief would be that it's almost like anything if you know the cause then you can not only detect it earlier
1: can treat it but you could
0: also reverse it potentially because you could like repair that if it's a protein molecule molecule could you are there certain proteins or certain amino acids or something that you introduce Mm. then could you fix it you know know address
1: yeah if you can address the the symptoms or address the um the 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 root cause of it Mm -hmm. you could perhaps suppress
0: you could, And you could even maybe eradicate it. Eradicator. 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 But anyway, <laughs> you let us know. says, so you also asked if I'm doing my PhD in Norwegian. I'm doing mine in English, but I do communicate with others in the lab in Norwegian. Although oh. I speak Norwegian pretty fluently, it's more conversational, and I would definitely struggle writing an entire thesis.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too. In Norwegian. Oh, I, I just meant writing it in period.
0: Uh, I talk too much and then I have to yawn to get all my oxygen back.
1: I thought it was just me
0: so boring no it's me it's me it's not you don't worry but anyway i understand that too because uh i remember who was it we were just oh tom and christina because tom did some schooling some of his call we were listening to one of their podcasts a little while ago i don't even remember what he was talking about but he went to college in spanish for a little bit and i was like oh my god that's the thing that i can't like even when my spanish was good which it's not anymore at all you guys i've like lost so much of it i'll be like oh what's that word um como se dice I know. Padre, antico, eh? I, I said that. I used to say that so much. I still, when I'm trying to say, I'm like, Cómo se dice? Oh, fuck. Anyway, long story short is that I could be conversational, more casual, but proper terms and like psychological terms. Like it's so, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, that's like way over my well, head. It's a different level of language.
1: Working in the service industry, mm-hmm. there's there's kitchen Spanish.
0: Yep. I can speak that very, very right. well.
1: And I would assume there's lab uh, Norwegian. You know, like you understand the <laughs> basics about the lab. Like a beaker is a beaker. Yeah.
0: Uh, and just like, how was your weekend? What'd you what do? else is
1: in a lab? There's so <sighs> many things. There's like the, the centrifuge. I always think that's real fancy. Mm. When you bust out the centrifuge, I'm like, we're separating things. We're getting the protein
0: things in the hood. The hood? Yeah, the hood. What's the hood? In a lab, a hood is where you like do your experiments. So things don't get fall into it and get into it. Oh,
1: it's like yeah, a, for sure. Oh, I just hit the mic. Like a box that's clear yeah and you can put your hands into it
0: mm-hmm. and you do that uh-huh. nanu, nanu 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 okay in my second letter that you read katie asked if we have good public transportation and i can't speak for all of norway but in my region we have local buses and trains i Perfect. just have to plan in extra time because my bus usually gets to the main station just after my train leaves oh so you miss it damn if i need the train It's also possible to walk into town or to nearby grocery stores about 15 minutes to the grocery store and 30 minutes to town, depending on your pace. Obviously, that's That's like Santa Monica for us. The more time, uh, the more time progresses, it really doesn't seem that Norway is leaning toward wanting people to depend more on public transportation rather than driving themselves. But during a pandemic, it has gotten to be that sometimes one is between a rock and a hard place take public transportation to save the environment or don't take public transportation to protect yourself and others from COVID 19. Oh. of course some don't have the option and must take pub- public transport in which case masks are the option um, as well as the government advising people not to go to the usual go at the usual times during rush hour as to avoid a bunch of people and rush hour is defined as 7 to 9 a.m or 3 to 5 p.m so if you have the option of being flexible be flexible This becomes tricky at one point because everyone was going before 7 or 3 p.m., and I often ran into a lot of people on the bus or the train. You also talked about rural versus city living, and just to note, I wouldn't say I live totally rurally or (laughs) sittily. I would call it more suburbs, I guess, but of course, we do have places that are more rural and more town-like. I wouldn't call it city because compared to cities like Boston, New York, our city is a lot smaller. There's a lot of little towns, I would call them, or small cities. Even outside of like Boston and New York, there's like other little towns. Even Austin has a bunch of little hubs, you know, all around. On another note, Sean mentioned in episode 79 that Norway has good social net services. This story doesn't exactly support this. Oh. Laughy face. But it's just my experience and probably not the norm. Hopefully, it's not the norm. In a previous episode, or maybe in a few previous episodes, you both talked about having your wisdom teeth pulled. I think Katie mentioned being completely out before they removed her wisdom te- tooth or teeth. It was multiple teeth. And yes, I was out. And Sean mentioned being awake with local anesthetic while the dentist removed a tooth. Not sure if that was his wisdom tooth, though. Was it?
1: Yeah, he had his foot on my chest, a pair of That's pliers in his hands, and he was wrenching. No. And then I said, but doc, my, it's my elbow that hurts.
0: <laughs> I don't know why you let him in your mouth in the first place. <laughs> the okay. doctor Jesus Christ. All right, for
1: this one, you're going to no, have to take your they, pants off. No, what?
0: But, but I was tucked and I was untucked. Did did you get knocked out for your wisdom teeth or not?
1: No, no, no. It was a local.
0: See, I got totally knocked out. They gave me the gas. I like was so chatty. It was weird. Like I couldn't stop myself from saying random things.
1: You know when you go to the dentist and our our previous dentist, uh, their dental hy- hygiene technicians or whatever?
0: Dental hygienist.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't like it when they talk to you the whole time because you –
0: you can they, they
1: ask you questions and their their hands are in your mouth. And I'm like, why are you asking me questions? I always think that, I'm like... <laughs> you
0: I can't know. talk to you right now, yeah. I'm a little busy.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, 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 they're like, oh, hold on, I gotta... Like as if you did something wrong, you know, then they gotta suction the spit out, which I do not like that machine, by the way. Oh,
0: I love that machine, because mm-hmm. otherwise you're like gag and like...
1: <sighs> no, I just turn my saliva glands off when I'm, I, I'm very like good.
0: Dwight. like Dwight, my, my veins retract <laughs> at will. Okay, anyways, moving on.
1: No, you don't do that. You don't like. You can control your your drool. You just have to really concentrate. No, and it's hard to concentrate when they're asking questions and their hands are in your mouth. But train like a Jedi
0: <laughs> for for no reason at all. Okay. In my senior year of high school, are you okay if I go back to this yeah yeah yeah?
1: It's fine. <laughs> I'm just talking gibberish at this point.
0: <laughs> my senior year of high school, I had to have one wisdom tooth pulled because it was coming in at an angle.
1: Ooh, impacted wisdom tooth.
0: Yeah, though I didn't have any of those, luckily, but a lot of my friends did. I repeat, one wisdom tooth. The dentist I was seeing had not removed one before, or at least I don't think he had based on what happened. Oh, no. He gave me a dose of local anesthetic and began working. My mom was with me, and after some time, it started to get rather sore, and I tried to make sa- a sound to indicate that it was getting a bit painful. You're like, ah, help me. I <laughs> hope I didn't wake our pupper. As time went on, I could start feeling him pulling on my tooth and digging around it. He kept at it for some time until eventually I started crying. An older dentist with more experience was walking by and popped his head in. It must not have looked very good because he kicked the other guy out and proceeded to quickly shove a needle with local anesthetic three or four more times in my gum before finishing the procedure. Afterwards, I saw that it had taken an hour and a half for them to remove my tooth. Jesus Christ! I, mean, I think it only you took. You
1: can you'd have open heart surgery in quicker time than right? that. Right,
0: my mom. Yeah, right.
1: Well, not open heart, but trans catheter.
0: Yeah, uh, and I had surgery. my gum graft surgery, like and I'm not even kind.
1: joking. I I filmed nope. that. Uh, I know you night. did. Yeah,
0: I had an aching jaw on the side that they were working on from having my mouth open for that long, and a development of the fear of local anesthetic. After this, I switched dentists. Wrong switch. My first checkup with the new dentist. Everyone in the office seemed to be really giddy. That should have been a red flag. They were for getting me, high
1: on their own supply, right? They're using the laughing gas.
0: <laughs> I went in anyways, and the dentist started checking my teeth. She had tools in my mouth and was working when all of a sudden we hear a buzzing sound. There was a yellow jacket in the room. Rather than removing the tools,
1: oh, like a bug, a yellow, a yellow jacket,
0: jacket, like a like a bee.
1: That's not sanitary.
0: Rather than removing the tools so that I could at least close my mouth, the dentist started swatting at the yellow jacket, and leaving the tools in my mouth. Once she'd gotten rid of it, she finished checking my teeth.
1: <laughs> Socialized what medicine. What is going on? <laughs> All right, back to your mouth.
0: I know. I needed a filling, so she gave me local anesthetic, which I hated. I remember having a feeling that the needle was in my gum for way too long and that afterwards my mouth was way too numb for just having one filling put in. Once the anesthetic wore off hours later, I felt this pain in my gum. This was done at the beginning of my winter break of my freshman year of college, Uh, luckily my mom made an appointment for me with her dentist before I went back for my second semester of college. I was so nervous because now I've had two back-to-back negative experiences. It turns out the second dentist had drilled almost down to the nerve and put in this filling so that it apparently was pressing on the nerve, hence the pain she was feeling in her jaw. My mom's dentist was fortunately able to fix this without anesthetic and I was all set to return to college. New Norwegian words. Okay, so that's the story. That's horrible and horrifying. And I feel very fortunate to have not had any negative dental experiences, except for when I had to get a root canal. You remember this? Yeah. You were out of town for I don't know why. And I had paid extra, I'd paid out of pocket. Like uh, when I was a sales rep, I had really killer insurance. And so I could go to whoever I wanted. And so I paid extra out of pocket to see this other dentist, Allison, I forget her, her last name. Anyway, she was really, really good. And I still get compliments on the work she did. But the, I, have, I still have this huge crown that's like half metal, half tooth, because I had this old filling that I guess other dentists just never noticed. But it was like a really deep, uh, it, underneath the filling had got more decay. So when they went to remove it, cause I was getting rid of all of my metal, uh, my metal, my what's it called? Mercury based fillings. I was slowly getting rid of them. I had mercury based fillings. Really? Yeah. They're like old school. Everybody had. those outlawed. Well, you can't put them in anymore, but if you have them in, they tell you not to take them out unless they think there's a reason to, because disturbing the mercury can release just as much as. So anyway, also I grind my teeth at night, so she was wanting to slowly get rid of them. So anyway, she checked on that tooth and she was like, ooh, something's wrong with this, we're gonna have to get this filling out of there. And then once she removed the filling, she was like, I'm afraid we're gonna have to do root canals down to your nerve and like in the root of the tooth. And that root canal, I guess, to, it took forever, you guys, like, like two hours, because one of my roots curved and he couldn't quite get it all out, the, the surgeon, It took him forever with a bunch of different tools to get it out. I didn't have a ton of pain or anything after. He did a really good job, and I haven't had any issues since. But that was probably my worst experience because, like, I had a sore throat for two days. I think because my mouth was just open for so long and my like chapped lips, and it was rough. My boss Edna called and checked on me because he does them in the evening. So I started at like four, and then I wasn't out of there till like seven Mm. when everything was done. Anyway, we're all good. It does its job, but yeah, it's going to the dentist, man. I don't mind it, but...
1: I don't mind either. It doesn't give me that much. But our previous dentist, I, I do suspect some of the work was guesswork as opposed to based in, in solid theory.
0: Yeah, like subpar.
1: Well, yeah, when they were like, we're going to adjust your bite, I was like, because ah, of my mouth guard mm-hmm. that I slept in at night. Mm-hmm. And they they were like, well, because I said, your mouth guard doesn't fit properly. Like, we need to you know, get this adjusted. Like, well, let's adjust your, your bite. And I'm like, why, would oh, my, why do I have to adjust yeah. to this they, mouth like, guard? They, they wore down certain parts of my teeth. And I'm like, why? And to, still to this day, that bugs me. Like a doctor shouldn't be removing parts of your teeth. You should adjust the mouth guard, right? But I just you trust so, but in it because it's a doctor. So you believe that they know what they're doing. But I think that was a mistake.
0: But I didn't, I only saw I, her when once. when I close
1: my teeth now, I, I feel it kind of, it doesn't sit flush, but my mouth guard fits. So thanks guys.
0: <laughs> Well, we have a new dentist. I had to make all our medical appointments. That's why I had like my OB appointment. We have our doctor's appointment so we can like establish care and then schedule our physicals.
1: I'm kind of excited because maybe the new doctors will discover something else that's wrong with me that, <laughs> that someone else was overlooking. I'm not saying that even being facetious. I'm like, it's like getting a second opinion when you go to start with a new well, doctor. Well, it's again. nice to get a
0: second opinion. and uh, it's, If it's, I could
1: afford it, I'd get a third.
0: Well, I did love, I loved my old OB, uh, Maria. She was wonderful. And she spent a lot more time with me than the new one that i just saw today did but i have to be honest like i don't necessarily think i even needed that time do you know what i mean there's nothing like we're not trying to get pregnant i don't have any issues so it's like i'm not on birth control you know what else and maria went through all those things with me so i think that might be why she spent more time but anyway you got to find a good doctor okay back to the letter i'm sorry christina it says new norwegian words oh. i enjoyed your pronunciation of the ones i gave you in episode 79 so much as well as your guesses of the translation
1: somebody in the comment section mm-hmm. called me the butcher of norway <gasps> and i thought
0: well, that's, that's pretty fair
1: <laughs> yeah but i think it's because it's because of,
0: of the words yeah like mm-hmm. i really really butchered those how do you say the words below and what do they mean answers are in the ps so we came and read that we came and see it also, let me know if you'd like a speak pipe or something with some of the pr- uh, pro- uh, pronoun citations. Mine yeah, won't sure. be perfect, but maybe it would give you an idea. Okay. Ton? Ton. Ton? I can't imagine it being Ton, ton, ton.
1: Ton, ton. ton.
0: And then léger? Ligue. Ligue. Okay, I say léger, he says ligue. Vond. Vente. That's And then, oh. Oh, so this is like. Look at it, we're putting two words together. Tenlig, uh, tenlig, tenlig. I think you're right. I think it says bonus. This is the name of a place near me. Oh, Harsefjord. Hartford, Harsifjord. It's like the Fjord. fjords of
1: Hartford, Connecticut.
0: Harfseyfjord.
1: I think you nailed it again.
0: <laughs> it says fun fact: the Three Swords, the Three Swords is in Harsefjord. It's the site, the site of the battle. Of Harfsfjord in the year 18 or in the year 872.
1: 872, points. And no, I was like
0: automatically went to like 18 because we're in a, a younger nation. The first king of Norway, King Harald Fairhair, Fairhair, won a naval battle and Norway was united into one kingdom. The I three, always thought
1: it was funny, like a naval battle. I always think of belly buttons fighting.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, the Audi is going to win every time, right? Of
0: course. It just has a longer reach. Yeah. I'm an Indy, so it's just not going to work. Yeah. Okay. Um, the three swords or sphere, I feel swords in rock is the monument representing the Battle of Har- Harfsfjord. So, God, I'm so
1: lucky I never had to go to battle.
0: I, I really put right? that frequently. Well, and even us being at war, like in Afghanistan, right? They're pulling, they pull the troops out or whatever. Like we've been at war for so long. And I'm just the grateful. longest war
1: in the history of this nation.
0: I have, I have had friends, like not friends, but people I grew up with that went away
1: to sure. Afghanistan. I know a lot of people who did, and I just, a lot of people who have come back. You yeah. Know, uh, yeah, I haven't
0: lost anybody that no. I know in battle. But, I've,
1: but I I met yeah. them after they had, yeah. you know, they had done a tour as a young person, yeah. then I met them in their 30s, let's say. We have a lot of
0: members of our community who did tours in Iraq yeah. and um, Afghanistan. And
1: well, so. thank you for your service. Yes, I can't thank imagine you, thank being in your shoes. I would probably crap my pants and run the other way.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: Brave Sir Robin, when danger reared its ugly head, he quickly turned and no he, turned, tucked, tucked he tucked his tail, his tail and, and quickly, quickly fled. fled brave sir robin okay
0: says so the battle of Harfshurd. Mm. that's you know the monument represents that the crowns on top of the swords represent the three districts involved in the battle mm-hmm. thank you for all that you do christina
1: well who so won i got to learn i guess they won because they, they, they got the got the said so it was
0: united as a kingdom oh so that was the battle and they won and yeah. they were united. i wonder
1: who the the other two people were I don't know. They never write about the losers. I mean, they write about them, but they usually write loser.
0: her <laughs> Okay. We have a letter from our science wanker.
1: Ah, uh, hello, Susan.
0: Sue. And it is, okay. It's, uh, the subject line reads Pit of despair, warning, 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 warning. Hello again from the science wanker. Hi, Sue. After listening to your comments after my last letter, and at the risk of sounding like an egomaniac, I thought I'd share my take on what I think is going on with me after reading a huge amount of scientific papers. Plus, given your new book, it's topical. I'm interested. We're intrigued. After a childhood of being the scapegoat in a family that included narcissists and psychopaths, that's not a phrase I use lightly. Fair, and I appreciate that. It's a good
1: album title though.
0: Narcissists and psychopaths, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but not fun to live with. My nervous system was a mess, rightfully so.
1: You're stuck Just, in uh, an elevated uh, sense of what? What are they? You're call getting it? there.
0: You're so close. And in your stress stress response.
1: Yeah, your stress response. Thank you. <laughs> you're, you're
0: elevated. Tra- he was right there. You're guys. trapped was-
1: in 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 uh, an elevated state. And what would of, we
0: call the stress response?
1: Uh, fight, flight, or freeze. Fawn.
0: Yes. Forget all about. Those. It. Forget about it. the Italian
1: one. Forget about it. <laughs>
0: The five Fs. Fight, flight, freeze, fauna, forget about it. Yeah, I would
1: opt for the the stress response of forget about that's it. What Sean that's what I forget about I forget it Sean. whenever I'm stressed out about that's anything. That's called
0: freeze, but we could call it forget about it.
1: Yeah, see? <laughs> I, I like
0: that. That's a t-shirt. That is a, yeah, a t-shirt. Stress Fight, response: flight, forget, freeze, about, forget it. about it. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: like my head is just empty.
0: <laughs> <Boop>. Okay. <laughs> this included messing up my hypoth- uh hypothalamus? Hi, hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So it's like essentially what runs through uh, was that be part of your limbic system?
1: I would assume so. I would
0: assume so, but the hypothal hypothalamic. Hypothal, thalamic. It's just a weird. I always want to say hypothalamus because that's hypothalamus, but hypothalamic. It's just as weird in my brain. Okay.
1: Hypothalamic uh, system is that is pituitary
0: this? and adrenal axis. So you have axes that run through your brain, but they they can run into different not to get too into the brain weeds of things cuz i'm not even that i You're not my a knowledge is no and my knowledge is like enough to get me in trouble like i know like 40%
1: better than i know so i only have like 5% knowledge in this area so there're
0: different axes in your brain that kind of run through different systems pathways? and different pathways so this one's running from our hypothalamus to our pituitary and adrenals
1: right and the pituitary is that the master cylinder or the no, no. no the that's the
0: pituitary uh, is involved most most growth. commonly known as in growth and like uh
1: Repair.
2: like
0: sexual development. Like it's when we go through puberty, our mm-hmm. pituitary gland is like releasing the right hormones and the right levels, so it right. can really affect our mood. Okay. Okay. Um, and energy levels, things like that. This is part of the nervous system that responds to stress, the bit that gears you up for running away from a predator. So limbic system, I would say. I think yeah. Okay. You it's, ever
1: see those? Um, uh, wild animals on the the savanna, you know, or like the uh-huh. the plains of Africa, and yeah,
0: like the gazelles.
1: Yeah, and like you'll see a lion moving all slow, like they're stalking, and then you'll see the gazelle stretching their knees, you know, like
0: <laughs> getting ready to
1: go. One of them's putting on their shoes.
0: It's like how she stalks us. She pretends when she plays when we're out there. All of a sudden, she'll stop, Roxy, meaning she, our puppy. Sometimes she'll point.
1: It's my favorite part of playing. She'll with point her. with
0: her leg sometimes and then I'll like growl at her and then she'll slowly move like she gets down and her ears go back. she's stalking you. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, I'll like make a bark noise. I won't do it because I'll wake her or like growl really loud and then she runs at you. It's super cute. If
1: you flinch really quick, Mm -hmm. it's whoever flinches first takes off. Yeah, they take off. That's the game.
0: Yeah, it's really fun. Okay, she's too cute. And then she puts it in uh, like four wheel drive where her back legs, like she crouches down, she really kicks. So she goes fast. Flexing her her Mm -hmm. muscles. Okay. So this is the part of the nervous system that responds to stress. Um, if that mechanism is constantly being activated, it causes all sorts of problems. Yes, to the cardiovascular system, immune system, nervous system, and metabolic system. And if that stress is happening during childhood, it causes the brain to develop differently. This is all correct. Unfortunately, it's a whole in a com- bad
1: way or just differently. Mm. Does it have adverse repercussions because it develops yes. in that direction? Yes. What is that like? A extra extra nerves like the stellate ganglion is now over over
0: overproducing. producing you can also um like your adrenal glands are like overworked
1: or exhausted mm-hmm. and this is one of the reasons why and you certain- probably shouldn't be drinking like monster energy drinks and things like that to large extent right because you're you're introducing fake like taurine is
0: i mean i'd assume so i don't know that to be true says hormones. the man who od'd on things but yeah um i don't I would I would say like hypothetically speaking yes I don't know again I'm not a neurologist or a neuroscientist but I will say that things I do know that happen from what she's talking about is like certain parts of your brain overdevelop and some underdevelop okay. so a lot of your prefrontal cortex and uh, there's another part of it that I'm forgetting anyway there are certain parts of your brain that don't develop and those are usually the parts of like that are responsible for what I'd call like adult activities, meaning like being organized and planning. People who grow up in trauma can feel very, can Dis, struggle to be regulated and to make good. Disregulated? Yeah, they'd be dysregulated, but also it's that like- That doesn't mean the same thing, though, does it? No, it'd it be, it's more like people who have trauma, you could hypothesize, again, I'm not a neurologist, but you could like extrapolate from what we know to say that if we were traumatized all throughout our childhood, that we really struggle with organization it's so hard it's almost impossible we also um, can struggle in school i think it's why kids struggle it's like learning is hard organizing and planning ahead so we don't get things in on time we tend to turn in things really late um Boy, we, it sounds like ADD <laughs> kind of. And I think a lot of people who grew up in traumatic childhoods can be misdiagnosed as having ADHD right, right. or also have comorbid. It could happen because of that. That Maybe could be
1: developed jointly.
0: But yeah, but because if those parts of your brain aren't developed and other parts are more developed, then it would be technically ADHD. You could check all the boxes, but it's really the cause isn't the ADHD that causes the trauma. But we know that brains that have been traumatized for long periods of time have a an enlarged uh, limbic region but mainly your amygdala is enlarged and um part of your uh she mentioned it here the adrenals Mm -hmm. and the anyway and then other parts like the prefrontal cortex is thinned Mm. and there's one more part that's thinned, but i'm just not it's not coming to me right now but anyway um the good news is that through healing your brain actually does change they did like brain scans on people Mm -hmm. they did uh brain scans on people prior to and after treatment and there was a marked improvement.
1: Let's see so. what Sue came up with. In so anyway, her. continue.
0: So mm. she ends that with saying it's a whole complex shit show. Agreed. But to cut a long story short, I know too late. Childhood trauma. Come, it wasn't. It's not too late. This is a long story. It's I'm a enjoying. It. And it's interesting to think about these things, right? Because if we know that, um, you know, if we know what's happening in the brain, then we can like also test for it and recognize it. I wonder if
1: Christina would like to weigh in on this
0: maybe maybe but We're it says, connecting
1: scientists
0: Two scientists come together it says childhood trauma comes with a six-fold increased risk of me slash cfs which
1: i don't know what those are
0: but i i pulled up because cfs is chronic fatigue syndrome but me i didn't remember and it is called myalgic encephalomyelitis Myelitis. I, I might be saying that wrong but anyways it's essentially you know chronic fatigue syndrome and so uh, and over 45% of people with fibromyalgia also have PTSD. We have a member of our community who was recently diagnosed with fibromyalgia as a result of their PTSD, um,
1: as a result of PTSD. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what fibromyalgia is. I'm not going to lie. I think it has something to do with the myelin sheath being,
0: it's painful. no, that's MS. No, that's MS and it's fibromyalgia is painful. I don't want to misspeak here because I don't like, obviously I'm not like a doctor, you know? It's a medical condition, okay, characterized by chronic widespread pain and heightened pain response to pressure. Other symptoms include tiredness to a degree that normal activities are affected, sleep problems and cognitive dysfunctions. Some people also report restless legs, uh, bowel and bladder problems, numbness, numbness and tingling. Patients with fibromyalgia are more likely to suffer from depression, anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. So it's a, it's a chronic illness but I would like to believe that if we know it's what it's caused by, then if we heal from the trauma, hopefully the symptoms go away. Hmm. I know that might be like wishful thinking, but if we kind of know what's causing it, I would hope that we could figure out how to
1: undo it. That's why we need more scientists and but less artists.
0: Command what's <laughs> is it z undo?
1: Oh yeah, Apple command, Z.
0: Apple Z. Apple Z. Undo. Undo. Yeah. Back. Back. Back.
1: I think I'm the only person who says Apple.
0: You, nobody else. I say command. But
1: it has a symbol of an apple. It doesn't on it. anymore. It doesn't anymore. Nope. They did away with that
0: a long time ago. Oh.
1: well, I'm old school.
0: But I know what you mean when you say Apple. I'm like, oh, he means command. hmm. hmm. That's fine. OK. We, we still speak the same language. Just have to interpret in between. That's fine. So after a lifetime of complex PTSD and 18 months after getting COVID and being diagnosed with post COVID syndrome, ME slash CFS and fibromyalgia. Sweet, Jesus.
1: It's like a, a storm. It's
0: a, it's a shit storm. I'm still too ill to work and often too ill to even look after myself. For many years, I pushed myself to work and despite dozens of physical and mental health issues, oh, do, and work and study, despite dozens of physical and mental health issues, once I got COVID, my nervous system just snapped. It's just too much, right? It's too much for it. We have our pupper returning to her nap time. Um, I have something called post- exertional malaise small activities cause me to to become completely debilitated if i go outside for about an hour i have one to two days of complete debilitation while my body recovers and you think
1: this is neurological you think this is and this is a question for sue not for you but i'm wondering is this neurological is this just that your your adrenal glands are you know tapped your
0: Mm. i think it's a combination of a lot yeah yeah it's like a
1: perfect storm going on says
0: that's a complete shit show i wonder yeah. Yeah, or shit storm
1: that's, that's a medical term um, <laughs> that you hope your doctor never uses but i wonder um, oh
0: you've got the the css complete shit storm Jesus. Mm-hmm.
1: what are you writing on my chart doc css period <laughs> yeah. um no but i wonder what you can do or what you are doing to mitigate this or not mitigate it but obviously you're highly intelligent and i wonder what what steps you're taking to you know on your own i think there's only so
0: much she can do she says she goes to the doctor and stuff it's almost like our friend fabs who has yeah. long COVID. yeah she's just doing all her appointments and doing all the things she's supposed to fabs cleaned up her eatings trying to like figure out right you know, like but, a
1: reductionary lifestyle where but, like, you
0: don't know what to do
1: because mm, it's not that's it i'm, I'm just curious what mm-hmm. what sue's doing um because she sounds yeah. like a fighter
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah i gonna um, kick the malaise's ass
0: it says, every time that happens, more damage is done to my nervous system oh. and my probability of ever recovering reduces. So her going out into the world, mm. it's it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So essentially I've been housebound for 18 months. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the pit of despair. No, it's
1: not a pit of despair. It's really quite interesting. And I wonder, you know, how many people are going through uh, similar things? We like have a this. lot of members
0: of our community going through something like this.
1: I think there's a lot of people in general that may have had other things in life, but COVID, is is a it's an x factor times two or something like that
0: yeah so she wanted to share how much trauma and then COVID has turned my life's ups turned my life upside down in the hope that it encourages others to get vaccinated and to take their mental health seriously take care you two and everyone in the podcast land sue thanks sue
1: thanks sue uh always a pleasure to hear from you sending you well wishes and I'm I'm very curious, you know, as as you progress through this journey. I'm also an optimist, contrary to to the way I talk sometimes about you know being in a. I just I like to talk about the the pit of despair, but I don't live there. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what you're doing to mitigate it, because I think you're going to kick its ass. I think you're going to come out on top. I think that you're going to win. I think you're going to feel better. All
0: I do is win, 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 no yeah. matter what. Come on, is there I'm some
1: my... song that you're listening da, 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 to, like because I obviously I, I know nothing about medicine. I know nothing about, you know, uh, neurological treatments, but yeah. are you meditating if you can? Are you listening to, you know, sweet, sweet oh, yeah. jams of music that you like? I know that I playing is a little exhausting. There's also
0: gotta be a lot of anger. Like one of the other member of our community who just got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, um, we were talking about it cause it's so painful. Right? So, but I was like, she's, she's so angry about it because okay. the trauma, led to this diagnosis and this diagnosis is super painful and then you're just you're fucking pissed right yeah and i'm sure sue on some level i'm not putting words in your mouth sue but like i'd be pissed like i know fabs is all pissy about she's like fucking covid goddamn son of a bitch right because it like you feel like it's ruined your life and i was telling this other member of our community who just was diagnosed i was like throw a tantrum she's like i can't it's too painful so it's like that that feeling trapped like you can't express it i think finding a way to express what you're going through in a way that is like healthy and helpful instead of like detrimental i
1: wonder if that's why the internet is particularly
0: Angry, nasty you know?
1: these days because people are just venting they're getting
0: yeah there's nowhere you don't have your normal outlets you think that's why people like are Twitter fighting on a, planes and shit
1: Twitter's a virtual smash room you know like yeah a rage room a rage wow. room but I rage. right now heavy metal
0: are, cue the heavy metal music
1: i think That's why heavy metal is awesome because it's, it's an outlet, it's a vent for, you know, some people can't express things. Oh, hi puppy. Like our dog. She listens to a lot of uh, Slipknot.
0: She's super hardcore.
1: She's the one who touches the album with her paw. So so I know she's
0: slobbery. I picked up her chew toy. I picked up the wrong end. Oh, Super slobbery. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Last letter because pupper is up and we've been talking to you for a long time is from Aaron. Oh, hello, Aaron. And it is entitled retraction and possible new name
1: retraction retraction. new name
0: we love uh, well let's let's just get into it It says hello katie sean and the otdm family hello hello first i want to retract my old name of aaron the awkward toronto contributor Uh, okay and so now the new name i'm not very inventive so unless you can think of something else i propose aaron the awesome toronto contributor and other suggestions are welcome Second, I don't know if you remember, but a while ago, my mom was supposed to have surgery, a full robotic assisted hysterectomy. I remember. Yes. But she had blood clots in her lungs. I remember this and was in the hospital for a week. So it was postponed. Well, she healed from that. Yay. Yay. Hooray. And was able to have her surgery last week. That she was in, oh and she was in the hospital two nights and then sent home. She was not feeling great. Was having some issues after the surgery and we ended up having to go to the ER because of pain and possible infection. Oh no. Okay, buddy. <laughs> give her give her the chew and then she might
1: like. I don't want the chew. I want the t-shirt. She says. I know.
0: Okay. Well, we'll finish this and we're almost done. Okay. Yeah,
1: she's so, she's fine. I'm gonna put her on the floor. <laughs> um.
0: Okay. Yeah. possible infection after seven hours four spent in the acute care unit oh that's so stressful i'm so sorry a ct scan blood work and urine test we were able to go home being told that the ct was normal it was just normal healing pain oh that makes me nervous but hopefully it's good and she had a major uti and was given an anti- oh those can be super painful my aunt struggles with that with her ms um utis are common they can be really painful and she was given antibiotics we didn't get home until 3 30 in the morning but it was worth it because she's doing much better and is finally on the healing path yay and things are looking better there is one last thing that i had to do and that was um to, oh oh no aaron <gasps> she had to take out the 10 to 15 staples for her mom yep. you know you have to remove them
1: <sighs> how did you
0: I'm not good at that stuff. With, I could do it, but I don't like it.
1: What do you do, with scissors? I so, mean, I can understand no, she tells, stitches. So
0: yesterday I got the special staple remover thingy and did as I was told by the doctor and removed them. It was not as bad as I thought though. All that's left now is the healing and that's my mom's job. Oh, good, wow, good for you. Cause I, I like- Say hi to your mom for us. Yeah, send her well wishes. It says, congratulations on the puppy. Yahoo! I cannot wait to hear all the crazy stories. We have, we're, we're already gathering them. Hugs, Aaron actually it's aaron, the confident aaron the awesome toronto contributor
1: aaron the confident and awesome toronto cr- contributor amazing yeah
0: oh amazing. thanks for the update on your
1: mom i'm really happy to hear that she's uh, yeah that she's okay because that, that sounds like a rough ride yeah but uh
0: it it's sounds stressful like, having a parent in the hospital like when my mom went in for her afib surgery i was like oh you know yeah, yeah and like all day i was on edge and then i called larry i was like Have we heard anything no Have we heard anything no you just wait. That waiting, Ooh. but now she's all better. Yay! Good, good, good. Well, well, that's all the time we. This
1: what? brings us to another time uh, in the our time podcast. Has come. This was medical chat with Katie and Sean. What do you think? Should we? <laughs>
0: I know we had a lot of medical stuff this. this I way? don't mind.
1: I, I find it fascinating because I like to learn new things, mm-hmm. and it you know by you sharing your stories and yeah. and comprehension of it doesn't have to be the the perfect. A set of information or data set. But the, the simple fact that you're sharing your information with us is really interesting because it gives me a better perspective on things. And um, through comprehension comes empathy, at least for me. Well, yeah, and just, I don't have empathy for things if I don't understand them. You know, mm. I'm just like, oh, well, <laughs> whatever. You know, oh, fibromyalgia. What, what is that? You know, yeah, you don't but know. Come so to find know. out, I had no idea that it's
0: super painful. Is
1: is it nerve issues that make it like everything sensitive? And I don't know sore? if anybody
0: wants to write in about it. Let us know more. Um, from what I know, which is very little, is they're not <laughs> the, try
1: being in my head, <laughs> but they're not quite sure. Right, right.
0: So, but I think it is neurological. Okay. Would be my like i think that there is a a camp that believes that and there's i'm sure there's other genetic beliefs around it but unfortunately they believe it to be chronic but i i hope that there are some leaps and bounds with trauma treatment especially like psilocybin and all the stuff that if we can heal from that then those symptoms will go away because i would assume if you can calm your nervous system down so it's not like like the wild wild west then you'll start to feel better
1: my latest the adventure. The dog is looking
0: at me like, what? She, she was, was doing, she doing finger guns, chewing.
1: Roxy. She used to do finger guns a lot, but she doesn't do them as much.
0: Pew, pew, pew. Yeah.
1: Uh, lately, my mm-hmm. big adventure is with mushrooms, right? Mm-hmm. So I am.
0: Not magic mushrooms, like like lion's mane r- reishi.
1: Yeah, uh, reishi. Reishi. Yeah. Squishy reishi. Sean gets mane. like vitamins
0: of them because they're supposed to be good for your brain and yeah, your nervous system and all sorts of things.
1: I don't know if it's a placebo effect, but I certainly feel... Uh, foggy no No. (laughs) I certainly feel a little bit better which is interesting a little Mm -hmm. bit more focused Mm -hmm. and who knows but we're also taking quite a few vitamins these days true true. and uh, I think it's a good thing not all vitamins are well don't get crazy
0: and tell your doctor
1: yeah exactly
0: Um, because vitamins like I've talked about before at the Eden Sur Treatment Center we had some of our patients come in with like a lot of vitamins that were actually harming them because they're like counteracting and that's why their gi was all messed up. also
1: know. how they're made it's very interesting because yeah. there's a lot of complaints where you get them yes um yeah. because it's not fda regulated mm-hmm. i don't think or supplement the supplement market is not yes. regulated and so people are selling all they're sorts not of held junk.
0: to a higher standard i know is it nature's made they they like hold themselves to this crazy standard and they right. have their own like outside
1: wait company. is nature's made the one the vegetables and, and fruit
0: no that's a balance of nature i'm talking nature made remember uh otsuka owns it okay yeah that company and they i think it's nature made um anyway and then that the like type of level that they held themselves to now other companies have bought in to have those people come and like assess their right their standards does that make sense yeah
1: remember yoga sean yes okay Uh so one of our friends is a yoga instructor and he was uh talking to he knew a, a doctor who who really looks into vitamins. That's his, his jam, I guess. We, people go to consult with him about vitamins or supplements. Mm-hmm. And Sean went in, he had all his vitamins, and, and he shows the guy, and the guy says, you got to throw all these out. Said, what do you mean throw them out? bad you know, quality. I'm trying, yeah, bad quality. Heavy metals, mm-hmm. um, you're like fillers, poisoning yourself, you know, yeah. uh, concrete dust, you know, they, they put all sorts of junk, no, no, not just concrete dust, but there is all sorts they of They put filler. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, like, and I don't understand why, I guess, just to make up the volume, to make the full size makes of the it cheaper pill. for them? Right. But I don't want sawdust and, you know, yeah, like junk in there. potato flakes. So, if you know about vitamins, uh, yeah, or if you're know. curious, if you're on your own journey, I, I'm very interested in what
0: if you have any knowledge, mm-hmm. OTDMPod at gmail.com. I Certainly. concur with that.
1: And if you're interested in mushrooms, there's a there's a ton of great information online mm-hmm. about. It. There's a lot of, I I don't know if it's the marketing buzzword that's going on right now because you know how there's trends all of a sudden like uh, turmeric or you know turmeric. Yeah, turmeric. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, it's like chia seeds.
1: Yeah, or I don't res- know. Or- but there's
0: been a lot of people. Who's that guy? We has like the hat made out of mushrooms or whatever. Paul Stamets. Yeah, um, he's really interesting. He's been doing it forever. Yeah, and I believe this sounds. This may not be you know popular because people can't make money off of it. But when you eat real food that was grown in the ground, it's from the earth. It's better for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't process something. It's better for you. Yeah, it And should, I think vegetables have a lot of nutrients that our body needs. Surprise!
1: There's probably also uh, vegetables that we shouldn't be eating because they may not work for your body.
0: We, you can have a, allergic reactions or. That's why I
1: find Ayurvedic mm-hmm. to be interesting, yeah. the concept at least of how they eat There was for their that blood lady at that or, event
0: who would do Ayurvedic food for you for the week or whatever. Yeah. It was too expensive, but I was like, that oh, sounds amazing. Right, if to I had have someone money, assess would,
1: your, your mm-hmm. needs and then to play with your 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 food yeah not they don't play with your food but like to to, no,
0: to, to cater it to you so that you are needs. getting what your body needs like people eat for their blood type and stuff like that yeah, does like, anybody know anything about these things what do you I think know, like
1: when i'm itchy maybe i shouldn't be
0: maybe you're allergic to something like our little doggers right she's super sensitive
1: yeah well, uh that's all we have for you this it's week. Time for folks. lunch, it's yeah. time for
0: the dogger to go out. We love you all. Thank you so much for listening and watching. Make sure to share this podcast, give it a review, and we'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Okay, okay, bye bye. Bye. Nice okay. And very little.